Time for Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias. Neil, I had a thought earlier today. Uh, well, that's not good. No, but this was a pretty good one. Oh. I don't know if you heard about this Florida State quarterback. Sure, here. I got the story in my file here. How did I hear about him? Well, I was thinking, what if, you know, let's say Moses. Moses? Yeah. Yeah, that one. I heard he went, doi, 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 doi. Yeah. And then he went, oi. What if Go there ahead. was a guy today who said that God spoke to him and he gave him these ten things They'd that you should live, live by? Right. Or, for that matter, the original Son of God, or whatever, if he was around today and said that uh, that's who he was. Yeah. People would think he'd been drinking or doing drugs, right? Either that or he'd be on TV for at least uh, 10, 15 minutes. And he had to give him his own show, like Nancy Grace. So much of religion is based on those types of things. And today, you look at a guy who does something like that or tries to proclaim something like that, and you say, this guy's crazy. Go into any big city in uh, North America, including here, and you find people standing on street corners uh, talking about uh, just what you're saying. Yep. Proclaiming to be God, to be uh, the prophet, whatever. And, of course, they're all crazy. Well, that's what we think. They, maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe they maybe really... Who's to say this guy really is? right. Like some people say, everybody else is out of line. My son is in step. Do, 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 do. Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like like at QAM, everybody else is out of the building. One guy is marching to the right drummer. Oh, with that. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yankees to unveil new stadium plans. 800 mil. Isn't that great? 800 million. But they're paying for it. Well, that's good. Hey, if they want to build one? I'd say let them build two. Yeah, what's it's up to them. It's their money. Sure. One in the Bronx and one on Long Island. They're going to get one on Long Island for the... For the Mets now, according to the mayor, because then he I wants to build the Olympic where Roosevelt complex. Raceway ought to be in Westbury. Isn't there one? No, it's a it's a condo complex now. Are you oh. kidding me? Well, but it's not too late to tear it down. Drove by Gulfstream the other day. That place is going up. Yeah, looks like it. Well, that's good. And I see that the fat ass governor is finally getting off his ass and is going to talk to the Indians. And maybe then now the paramutuals are saying, well, if he's going to let them do it, then uh, we're going to do it too, and everything is moving along. They're dreaming. Yeah, it's only the fourteenth, uh, thirteenth, fifteenth of June. Why should we be in a big hurry? But the, uh, the he's not talking. He hasn't changed his opinion, and they they're going to have to wait till he gets out, which is two thousand six. Well, I hate to break the news to him, but uh, the first of July is what that legislation said, and that's like uh, about two weeks away. Last time I checked. Yeah, well, it's not happening for the paramutuals. So, and well, that, but that's what the bill said. That's what people vote. I know, on. but it doesn't matter what we vote for. We don't have free elections in this state. We might as well be in Afghanistan or in some other uh, commie place like uh, Cuba. No free elections in Florida. Maybe that's because of our geographical location. Maybe it's too close to Cuba. Maybe they kind of like drifted up. That whole concept: fascism is good and uh, everything else is bad. So Plus, that... I think I think we exported. You know, we're busy. Uh, Building democracy in Iraq and other places in the world. Maybe we exported whatever little democracy we had left. Yeah, we have to worry about our we own. We it out. With the bushes. Yeah. Bunch more dead people there today, by the way. I don't want to explore your day, but there's a bunch more dead people in Iraq today. 1,706 now. That's the number. Well, that's the Americans. And, yeah. of course, 12,000 wounded. And, of course, wounded, some of them are without legs and arms and eyes and things like that. But we don't want to talk about that because it's bad for business. Mm-hmm. Talk about more pleasant things like 
gambling. So what's this bogus race you're going to on Saturday? I, st- I still can't get over that. You got the best game. I was thinking they don't know anything about horse racing. You could just you could just make up the name of a uh, the Black Eyed Susan uh, race. Uh, there's, a, there's a series of shows on ESPN right. and ABC called Super Saturdays. Right. And two of the races this Saturday are at Churchill. There's also uh, I think a big one from New York, and uh, I'm not sure where the other one's coming from. But anyway, uh, it's a two-hour show, and there are, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's the first in a series of five shows. And it's I hear they have the Freddie Capicella Memorial Aqueduct the following week, too. You might want to uh, check Belmont's that out. Belmont's running now. They already had the Freddie Capicella Memorial. Did they? That is, or there is such a race. There is such a race? Yes. Get out of here. Would I kid you? <laughs> The Freddie Capricella Memorial. Why not? He deserves one. It is now post time. Yep. That's the only thing he ever said that I remember. He was pretty good. You know what he used to do, Neil? I used to, he used to hang out after he was retired at Hialeah once in a while, where he also, remember, called the races. Right. And he'd stand in the corner, and they'd load the gate, and I'd watch him, and when the horses broke, he always went, and they're off. No. Yes. Are you serious? Would I kid you? He must have known Ernie from Calder. Did you ever know Ernie? No. Oh, my gosh. That's because you go up in the press box. There was years ago at Calder, this guy was the funniest guy I have ever seen in my life. He was there every day. He used to wear these, uh, I mean, dress really, really sloppy, like uh, wear these argyle socks and just very strange. But at any rate, Ernie would sit in pretty much the same area. And Bill Calder and I, we would go and if we could find him there, we would sit close to him just for the free entertainment. Because before before the race, he would sit there and he would call a fake race loud enough so that everybody around him could hear. They're off, but it's uh, you know he would and he would do this whole crazy call of no, the race. Capasol would call the whole race. No, no, but he would call the whole race, and then he would do it in this high falsetto voice, and then when you'd go, you'd leave to go make a bet, he'd say, "Who do you like, guys?" In like a real deep regular <laughs> voice, kind of like a Jim Neighbors thing, you know, very yeah. bizarre. And then he died. Uh. Just like all other old racetrack guys, you know, he died. Probably buried him at the finish line. He was great. He died. I mean, really loud. They are. Right. <laughs> He'd be screaming and yelling, and everybody like look at him. Well, that's as, what uh, Capasol would do. He, he, he very quietly though. He just really? went, and they're up. <laughs> oh well. Yep. Maybe it just force a habit, you know. Yeah. I guess when you. Do I hear Ross Morton that long, once he gets uh, old and senile, he's going Ooh, like that, Ooh. Ooh. like that. Yeah. yeah. He still won't be able to understand what he's saying. Let's get well, let's ready not to do mumble. this horse racing stuff again. No, nobody wants to hear that. Oh, boy. Nobody in Florida wants to hear about that. All right. Well, you have a nice day. I certainly will. And you want to know why? Because we got a Marlin game, although not, not oh, yeah, as it should be. It's in Chicago. 145. Ah. It's barely even worth talking about. But 15 minutes, we'll take it. Mad Dog doesn't have uh, much to do this afternoon. No, he's on at 5.30, and somebody else don't even have a do, 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 show do, do, today, do. which is no different from any other day. But he don't have No mo. No mo today. Who won our uh, intermediate poll about uh, the worst sportscaster? Somebody, a guy, Jim in Pembroke Pines, uh, had an idea for a poll that he faxed me back in February, and I put it in my pool pile, and I thought, well, I don't want to keep it on there all day. It's not that strong of an idea. So I'll put it in my intermediate pool in between for an hour. And uh, Mo got it. He beat out the, uh, the Crow and uh, Lenny Martez. <laughs> nice going, Mo. Quite a group. It is. He Chris is some stiff competition, but he managed to come out on top. Well, have a great day, and listen, today's a big day, a Wednesday. I think you're going to, like, uh, win, win a lot, bundle today. Not today. I have to work no? this afternoon. Really? I have to do uh, go tape an Outside the Lines for tonight, and the subject is Ricky. Oh, God. That is the second most tiring subject on Man. Earth. 
Well, let's see. On HPI TV, I got Belmont, Churchill, Monmouth, Hollywood, the Windsor Raceway, Woodbine uh, Thoroughbreds because it's Wednesday, Meadowlands Harness Racing, Lone Star in Australia. So I just mentioned that in passing. Ah, I'm when you're finished I'll with your work. Missing all that. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. All right. Have a good day. You too. <laughs> oh, man. They just get better and better, you know? Oh, yeah. And we got a uh, Josh Cordes has his, uh, his first bit today about him. We'll be playing that yeah. shortly. Pop it Maybe 20 chair. or 30 times. Bad news from Iraq. Let's get it out of the way right away. We'll get all the bad news out of the way real early so we can put everybody in a good mood and put a smile on your face. A lunchtime suicide bombing today at a restaurant on an Iraqi military base killed 23 Iraqi soldiers, wounded 23 other people, mostly soldiers, police said. That's enough of that. We don't want to like put any bad news out there on the air because the government might not like it. And another dead guy. I don't I don't know who this guy is, but somebody in the audience probably does. Lane Smith, a longtime character actor who played a small town district attorney who crossed words with Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny, died Monday. He was 69. Word traveled slow, I guess, because they just put that up this morning. Smith, who also played Richard Nixon in the TV movie The Final Days, and Daily Planet editor Perry White in Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, died at his home in L.A., according to his wife, Debbie Benedict Smith. Born in Memphis, Tennessee, Smith appeared in numerous films and television shows. Most recently, he appeared in the 2000 movie The Legend of Bagger Vance, starring Will Smith and Matt Damon. Ooh. What? No, nothing. Just... The Legend of Bagger Vance in your mm-hmm. pants makes yeah. him want to dance. It's a golfing movie, you know. Take a chance. It is? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> But it's a golfing movie? Yeah, Will Smith is the caddy. No, no. But he's got lots of wisdom, you know, to share. Oh, he's I see. Sounds a like a racial thing to me. Yeah. Lane Smith also appeared in the original stage production of Glen Gary Glenn Ross. You fairy! And the revival of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Film credits include The Distinguished Gentleman, Son-in-Law, The Mighty Ducks, and The High Low Country. Besides his wife, he survived. Oh, nobody cares about that. So there I you just, go. Somebody uh, we don't know died. I looked him up. I, look, I see uh, what he looks like now. Yeah, I know who he is. You know who he is? Character actor. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff. Well, that's what I just got through saying. He was a character actor. Got a lot of people who are a character. Nevertheless. 
Okay, here's the uh, poll from yesterday. We sneaked in that poll for Jim and Pembroke Pines about the worst sportscaster. And what a shock. I really am shocked that uh, doi, 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 doi. won it. And he's going to accuse me. Well, you took a poll. Now, I mean, I never in my wildest dreams, especially with a stiff competition, thought he could win that poll, but he did. What one TV show today that's on today you never miss? We asked yesterday. And I'm uh, fairly pleased with the result. 1,555 votes. Not that it makes any difference whether I'm pleased or not, but I mean, uh, so when we after the break, we'll like run down the 85,000 shows on there. Then it'll be time for the Marlin game. All right. That's right. No mo today do, 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 because do. we got the Marlins on deck at 145. An early exit today. Oh, Let's hear it. Oh. Uh, Marlins at the Cubs, 220. And then Jim Mandage, the Mad Dog's got a tough afternoon. What are they bringing him in there for like an hour and a half? Can you believe that? Why not? high price guy like Jim Mandage comes in for an hour and a half after the ball game. What At else? any rate, 5.30 to 7. Then Geldy, 7 to 10. Now I see why they're bringing the Mad Dog in. We've got to have something in there. And then the Eddie K at 10 o'clock. So there you go. Uh, Marlins had a rough night. Was 8 nothing the final last night, or was it worse than that? I believe it was 9 nothing. 9 nothing. Well, can't win them all. Anyway, let's uh, do the break, and then we'll get to Excuse me, it was 14 to nothing. I beg your pardon? It was 14 to nothing. 14 to nothing? No, come on. Yeah. Are you just making that up? No, I stopped watching and I just looked. Yeah, it ended up 14 enough. Now, did Al Leiter pitch in this game at all? That'd be Josh Beckett. Oh, Josh Beckett. Yeah, he got another that, blister. That is bad. Oh, he got a blister from his sister? Probably need a pee on it again to make it better. Well, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, he'll probably be, uh, when, you, when you run to the uh, tea room there, he'll probably be at the urinal number two. 10-13 at 560 WQM. All you racing fans, since that's what Hank and I, we always uh, wind up talking about, would you st- stop us from doing that, please? All right. Be happy. No, please. start start screaming. Make a guttural sound. When we start with that because nobody cares about that except us old Jews. Who's going to give Ricky a blow? No. Uh-huh. Will he go outside, go outside and you down. What, what is it? Yeah, exactly. 1019 at QAM. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. We're pretty uh, uh, pumped here because we got that 15 minutes early at the end. We don't, we, if it was like 15 seconds, we'll take it, you know? Not that we're lazy Absolutely. or we're trying to like slack off, but, but never we less. are. Yes, we are. In fact, we'd like to have like a special pregame because it's a really field, man, just to set the scene, you know, the atmosphere, oh, the yeah. aroma, the ambiance. If they'll fly us up there, we can do the pregame. Now, listen, before we do the poll result, I lied. I said I was going to do that right away. Uh, I just found this story very muy interesante. Okay. University of Utah and LSD hospitals will be among the 20... Uh, LDS, did I say LSD? LSD? Oh, say sorry. LSD. Slip, uh, there. University of Utah and LDS hospitals will be among the 20 trauma centers in the nation and will test a new synthetic blood. 
Trauma patients will be selected at random and given the product Polyheme by emergency workers in West Valley cities. This is in Utah, Salt Lake City, and Sandy, and by medical helicopter crews. 36 patients from Utah may be enrolled in the study that eventually have 720 participants nationwide. A synthetic blood is something we've been waiting for for years, said Van Summers, chief of the West Valley City Fire Department. When patients in traumatic situations lose a lot of blood, emergency personnel can give them a saline solution to offset the loss, but those solutions don't transport oxygen throughout the body as blood does. Polyheme has a hemoglobin base and can transport oxygen. All right. Something that's compatible to all patients, no matter what blood type they have. It can be transported to the scene and given almost immediately. How do you like that? That's pretty revolutionary, isn't it? That's exciting news. See, something good. So maybe we can send it to Iraq for all those uh, dead people. Right. We won't have to have those pain-in-the-ass blood mobiles everywhere now. Right. What one TV show today do you never miss? We asked yesterday. None of them. We There's nothing that good on there that we don't never uh, watch it. Whatever. 255. That was uh, one hands down. 24 had 121. We better watch that. Now, what, what is that? I'm going to watch it. It's like a terrorism, anti-terrorism task force. It's got Kiefer Sutherland in, who I know. Oh, you like I, I'll pass. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't like him. I know you don't. He, he just uh, gives me the willies. The, the Daily Show, 102. Sopranos, 99. The Shield, 92. 60 Minutes, 83. Oh, there's so many here. Uh, the Simpsons, 81. Deadwood, 70. South Park, 64. CSI, 49. Dave Chappelle Show, 49. Just call it Chappelle Show, right? Right. Yes. Lost, 48. Desperate Housewives, 47. The Family Guy, 45. Law and Odor, 44. Jeopardy, 43. Oh, man. Oh, that 70s show, 31. Really bad. Battlestar Galactic, 29. Smallville, 27. Judge Judy, 22. When, and how about all her 85 other uh, judge shows, the other imitators? No, they don't, they're don't. they not good. Cops, 18. The Guiding, Guiding Light, 14. I think if I played my cards right, I could find a CBS affiliate and it's on right now. The OC, 13. The Today Show, 12. Wheel of Torture, 12. The Price is Right, 11. Old Bob Barker, he's still going strong. He just turned 115. The McLaughlin Group, 9. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good Morning America, 7. I, I, when I do find that show, like on a Sunday morning, I only watch it just so it'll get to the end there, just to hear him. <laughs> Bye-bye. I didn't play that yesterday. Maybe I'll play today. No, Good Morning please. America, 7. Really blows. The Wire, 7. ER, 6. America's Most Wanted with our uh, boy John Walsh, 6. He does a good job, John Walsh. Yeah, I does. like him. He's all right. Young and the Restless, 6. Mad TV, 6. Passion, 6. Which, uh, it's about time that Beth and uh, old uh, Mrs. Wallace got out of the closet. Trailer Park Boys 5, NBC Dateline 5, American Justice for American Justice, excuse me, Bill Curtis, I'm so sorry, American Justice 4, 7th Heaven 3, Blind Justice 2, the first 48 2, and A&E Biography None. What about, um, what's the uh, cold case files on A&E? That's another show we didn't put on there. It would also get none. You ever mm. watch that? I've seen it. See, that's so much better than the ones that they have, those fictionalized ones. I mean, oh, it's, it's like please. for real. Right. Huh? No well, that's why they don't want to see it. None that's for any right. biography. That really frosts my ass. In oh, fact, yeah. you know something? I'm going to put it on there right now. This is a real A and E audience. We had everything in those rooms: beds, tables, clothes, My mother was so happy. Then Evita showed up with a bundle of money. See, perfect for us. Got a little Espanol there in the background. That's excellent mm -hmm. for the South Pole audience. Nice going. Amy Biography. Some of you people out there, man, your taste is in your tush, in your tushy. Okay, we sneak this poll in there for Jim and Pembroke Pines, and I'm sorry that it took me so many months to stick this in there. But And, and I put just about every sportscaster in town I could think of on a poll, so don't give me a song and dance. Oh, you left out. No, I didn't. Who is the worst sportscaster in South Florida? I don't give a crap about any of them. 45. Well, it didn't say crap. It said Joyce. 
I don't give a choice about any of them 45. That was uh, George's uh, choice because he's just a Mr. Militant ah, anti-sports. As in hates it. Crap. Mo Howard David had, though, one. Nice going, Mo. Do, 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 do. You may not have any show today, but you still managed to uh, get the top billing, 27. The Crow, 22, so Mo edged out the Crow. 22 for the Crow. Lenny Martez, 18. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. When you get, like, uh, voted worse than the Crow and Lady Martez, that just tells you that they hate you like poison. It has nothing Absolutely. to do with your ability as far as sports casting. It has to do with the fact that they just despise you. Do, 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 I know it's my trained monkeys. Uh, O.J. McDuffie, 11. Hank Goldberg, 11. The Humper got 11 votes. Nice <laughs> going, Humper. Uh, Dan LeBastard, 10. And Joe Zagaki, 10. Dave Van Boring had 8. Roxy Bernstein had 5. Geldy, 5. Rich Waltz had 5. I, I think Rich Waltz doesn't get more because they don't know who he is. Who? Exactly. Jim Berry, four. Hey, Jim. You fairy. Uh, Steve Shapiro, three. Jimmy Cephalo, two. Curtis Stevenson had one. Rob Burke had one. Who the hell's Rob Burke? Oh, that, that was on Jim's uh, list. I don't even know who that is. Neither do you I. You know who it is, no. Josh? No. Rob Burke. Well, he must be uh, something. And then no votes. This is uh, what you were hoping for. You hope to get no votes in this poll. See, most polls, you hope to get the great number of votes. On this one, the less votes you get, the more they like you. No votes for Troy Stratford. Nice going, Troy. Oh! My boy, Troy. Eddie the K. Oh! Eric Reed. Oh! Who talks through his teeth. Mad Dog. All right. None. The Big O. Oh. Had none. That's really. Rock solid. And uh, Joe Rose. Oh! Little Dog had none out of almost 200 votes. We sneak that intermediate poll in there. I like that. A whole bunch mm -hmm. of people didn't get in. You might, people in the audience must be in a good mood. You know what? I guess. That is shocking. Okay, now our regular. Let's see. Beaded Curtain is Ashley. I haven't looked at Ashley yet. We'll There's so much other important stuff going on. And yeah, Duff sounded like a little bit off her feet this morning, didn't she? She sounded a little bit sour. I don't know. Oh, there's Ashley with a very, very ugly face. My God, she's nasty. She's got a nose that could... You, you she's could got a sharp nose, but nevertheless... You could less. use her nose as a can opener. All right, I will. You've pictures of Ashley there, and believe you me, uh, she looks the same. From the chin down, she's uh, spotless. She's just fine. But she sure does a mean chin ball. I'll tell you that. She's got a nose for, oh, yeah, wow. It, it turns up, not down. So Holy okay. moly. She is nasty looking. But anyway, there's Ashley. <laughs> and you'll take what you can get because in a few days, the 23rd, that'll be no moss, no more of that stuff. And praise to God. And say a prayer that Michael Jackson will have the ability and strength to moonwalk his way to justice. It is my hope that Michael not suffer the complication of condemnation, the aggravation of accusation, the inspiration without the intimidation. Let us instead implement rationalization, not segregation, for reconciliation and reexamination and reevaluation. A reconsideration for the validation, a classification of presentation and correlation and misappropriation demoralization for Michael. I will answer your questions now. Yes. I'm sorry. What did you say? Exactly. 10.32, and uh, we got 139 votes on the uh, poll. Best vacation city in the world. I figure it's vacation time. It's like almost summertime in a few days. And uh, just about everybody and their brother, if they haven't already gone on your summertime vacation, this is a little uh, primer for you. We do this every year, I guess, right? I guess. And this is your opinion. You know, and of course, if you've ever been anywhere, well, just dummy up. Best vacation city in the world is. In other words, if you were to recommend uh, just one place you were going to go, what would it be? I voted for Rome. Roma. That's my choice, Rome. You thought I was going to vote for Amsterdam, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, because Rome, the food is the best, and the sights to see are the best. I mean, geez, uh, it just just walk around there, and like even just ordinary buildings that are like 2,000 years old, and you think, holy crap, this is unbelievable. Not to mention the Forum and the Colosseum and the Spanish Steps and the Wedding Cake and all of these things. But at any rate... Best vacation city in the world is so far. We got 139 votes. Honolulu, 35. Nothing wrong with that, except it is so crowded. But uh, that's okay. New York, 27. 
Amsterdam, 24. Yeah, if you've never been there before. If you've been there, don't go. Uh, Rome, 15. Paris, 11. Chicago, 11. Florence, Firenze, 8. Really crowded. Oh, man. Hey, i got this great restaurant in Florence for you if you like hummingbird eggs. All right. Uh, L.A. 4, Boston 3, Cologne 2, and Berlin has got none. Now, why does Berlin have none so far? Are you people crazy or what? What a great city. What a beautiful city with lots to see and fantastic food and fantastic, beautiful people and just uh, modern and uh, glitzy, you know. After we bombed the crap out of them in the WW2, they had to rebuild a lot of those cities, you know, like Berlin. You want to hear something that's going to really frost your ass? All right, if I must. No, seriously, I was talking yesterday about this... Um, anti-lynching vote, and how mm -hmm. I wish I would have had the names of the uh, 20 senators who refused to sign. And now I realize why. Why? Senate Majority Leader Bill Fist, right-wing fanatic of Tennessee, refused repeated requests for a roll call vote that would have put senators on record on that resolution apologizing for past failures to uh -huh. pass anti-lynching laws. Officials involved in negotiations said yesterday. And there was disagreement yesterday over whether Saxby Chambliss, one of Georgia's two Republican senators, had supported the measure when it was approved Monday night. As dozens of descendants of lynching victims watched from the Senate gallery, the resolution was adopted Monday evening under a voice vote procedure that didn't require any senator's presence. Eighty senators, however, had signed as co-sponsors, putting themselves on record as supporting the resolution. By the time the Senate re uh, recessed Tuesday evening, five other senators had added their names as co-sponsors, leaving 15 all Republicans who had not. Georgia Republican Senator Johnny Isaacson was among the 80 sponsors listed Monday night. Chambliss' name was added to the list of co-sponsors after the resolution was adopted according to the congressional record, but his office said he had signed on to the bill as a co-sponsor before Monday's vote. The resolution was adopted under what is called unanimous consent, where it's adopted as long as no senator expresses opposition. But the group that was the driving force behind the resolution had asked first for a formal procedure that would have required all 100 senators to vote. And the group had asked that the debate take place during business hours during the week instead of a Monday night when most senators were traveling back to the Capitol. First declined both requests, the group chief's, uh, group's chief counsel, Mark Planning, said last night. It's very disappointing that first handled the matter the way he did, Planning said. Other groups have gotten roll call votes, so there was nothing new to this, nothing different that we were asking for. Bob Stevenson, first chief spokesman, said last night the procedure the majority leader established was requested by the sponsors. The chief sponsors of the resolution, Senators Mary Landro, Democrat of Louisiana, and George Allen, Republican of Virginia, disputed that assertion and said that it was just a pack of lies. Right. Landro said Monday, before the resolution was adopted, she would have preferred a roll call vote, but had to accept the conditions set by Senate leaders. When Stevenson was informed of Landro's statement, he amended his comments to say at least one of the sponsors had requested adoption on a voice vote and in combination with a resolution related to Black History Month. Allen Press Secretary David Snepp took issue with Stevenson. I don't know why Bob Stevenson would characterize it that way, he said. Snepp said Allen, since agreeing to sponsor the resolution, had insisted that he prefer a roll call vote. So, in other words, from the, uh, this uh, Schmendrick, another... A pack of lies. Right. Planning agreed that uh, Landry and Allen made every effort to have the resolution debated during the day when it would attract the most attention from the public and with a formal roll call of the senators. We were very perplexed that Frist would not agree to that, Planning said. Good old boy Bill Frist. Good old rednecky boy from Tennessee, Bill Fist. Jan Cohen, the wife of former Defense Secretary William Cohen, one of the key figures in the committee for a formal apology, expressed outrage over the lack of a roll call vote. America is the home of the brave, but I'm afraid there may be a few cowards who have to cower in their very narrow-minded and backward, hateful constituency, Cohen told ABC News. Wow. They're hiding out, and it's reminiscent of a pattern of hiding out under a hood in the night, riding past, scaring people. Yeah, like with a big uh, pointed hat on mm -hmm. and robes and stuff like that. How do you like that for another a pack of life? <laughs> Is that something or what? Now we know That's why we don't have the names. I wondered about that. Not disgusting and grotesque.
Typical this is, is 2005, is. and there were a bunch of Repu 15 Republican senators who didn't want to be identified because they didn't sign a resolution for anti-lynching uh, resolution. Yeah, we're tired of you Yankee Jew boys telling us what to oh do Oh, my Sam. goodness. Give me a break. And, of course, J Georgia. What about, you know, we talked about that a million times. Georgia, Georgia's still living in the past, and Mississippi, and Alabama, and Louisiana, although Mary Landrieu is from Louisiana, but nevertheless, speaking of race... An overnight Gallup poll released uh, yesterday shows that 48% of Americans disagree with the verdicts clearing pop star Michael Jackson of all charges within the molesting case, and only 34% agree. And they are split along a major racial divide. I, I don't get it. How, how the hell can he be a racial thing? You he's know what I mean? Thing. He's a racial thing. He's, he's almost as white as you are. Almost. Whites disagree with the verdict by about 2 to 1, 54 to 28%, while non-whites take the opposite view by 2 to 1, 56 to 26%, more than 2 to 1. This recalls the O.J. Simpson verdict in 95 when whites disagreed with him getting off by 62-27%, while non-whites supported by 67-24%. A clear, a clear majority, or 62%, clear majority, you believed that Jackson's celebrity status was a major factor in the verdict. Nearly half said they were surprised by the verdict, with 24% saying they were outraged, P.O.'d, and fired up. How do you like that? I haven't played that drop-in in a long time, you know? Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. All right. Uh, exactly, one in four said they were still a fan of the singer. Almost as many said they were once fans, but no mas. Tomas. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put out some good music a long time ago. And right. the Jackson 5, they put out some good music a long, long time ago. And you know what? Hub them all in drear. To hell with them. They just make me nauseous. But then again, there's some other slime balls out there selling records, right? Sure. Big uh, R. Kelly, big pedophile. Well, like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. And a whole bunch of other people that are, like, fairly unsavory. In fact, Tupac was, like, uh, selling records like crazy even when he's dead. Well, so is Elvis. But, I mean, different story. <laughs> anyway, there you go. I got a great story about Arnold. I just got so much stuff here today. Now, if you yeah. want to add some cities to our poll, that's fine. But I'm, I'm a man on a mission today. Especially since we got such a short show, you know. <laughs> got 15 minutes chopped off there at the end. Don't you think we ought to, like, protest about that? What no. about Vegas for the poll? Las Vegas. There you go. Of course. Oh! How could we forget Las Vegas? See? And Josh wants to go there desperately so he can play the slots. But he missed his May trip to Vegas this year, so he's going to Vancouver, right? So he can smoke some big fat ones and not have to worry about getting busted. I hear that it is just absolutely magnificent out there in the B.C. Right. Heard nothing but good things. And don't be taking no B.C. powder out there either. 1040, 20 before 11 at 560 WQAN. Don't forget Marlin pregame, 145 this afternoon. Oh! We're counting the minutes. Oh! We're counting the seconds. Oh! It's going to be great in the Sunshine State. Fast. Oh! Absolutely. The temperature is zero. It is cold. It is so freaking cold. And I cringe every time the wind blows. In my pants, something is shrinking. I'm so cold, I can't lip-sync. That's because it's zero, baby. And I cannot feel my toes. There's a tingling in my fingers. And my pride. That parts are close. Oh, my nose is about to fall off. 
There's a cloud every time that I call, and my hands are blue. They are turning numb. They might amputate my thumbs. Alright. That's because it's zero, baby. I can barely move my mouth. Oh no. I'm a red hot Latin lover. <laughs> But first, I need to be thought out. Yes, I need to be thought out. That's because it's evil. I say free Oh, yeah. 1047, whatever happened to my close personal friend, Enrique? You don't hear too much about her no more. Well, he's busy, isn't he? I don't know. With I, would, I would imagine if I looked like that, I'd be busy. 169 votes on the poll, and the bad news for Josh is Vegas has got oh. none. What's that all about? Well, I just I put it on there. Uh, about a few minutes ago, I thought the second that you said that, that I, would like, go did, zooming up toward the top, huh? It, it will. I mean, uh, what is with you people? Well, maybe they just don't have any money to gamble no more, you know? Things are kind of tough these days. There's lots to do in Vegas uh, outside of gambling. Right. You can go uh, see all the shows. You can go eat the nice sure. cheap buffets. Well, there's a lot more to do than that also. They got them hookers. They got all kinds of hookers. They got all, all kinds of nightlife and the day life and morning life and uh, real life. People. Right. Rides. It's a fun on. place. They got those uh, rides that you can fall off and get killed on. 169 votes, Honolulu 41, New York 31, Amsterdam has got... About 30, man! Rome 17, which is, in my opinion, strongly, I would urge you very seriously, if you've never been to the uh, to Rome, uh, please. The Eternal City. Or you can go to the Infernal City. Chicago's got 14, Paris 13, Firenze, Florence 10, Boston 5. Nothing wrong with Boston. You guys would both like it, and you've never been there. I'd love to go to Boston. The food is sensational. There's plenty to see. You can go see the Paul Revere House. You can go see, uh, go to Quincy Market and have some clam strips and chowder and the Faneuil Hall. And just, uh, it's just a beautiful place. Not like it used to be, though. Los Angeles, five. Uh, Cologne, Germany, two. Berlin finally got one. And Vegas has still got the big. Oh! How do you like that? Better take a few calls, although, I just, like I said, I've got a very uh, busy agenda here today because we're less than three hours away from the pregame show. How do you like that? Oh, well, that sounds good to me. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. I'd like to speak with Neil. Speaking. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a large percentage of those lynchings were perpetrated by black mobs uh, on other blacks. No, they weren't. Snitching. No, they weren't. Uh, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. Have you heard or read anything about Donald Trump backing up Charlie Crist at all? No. Have you heard anything about Hey, that? Charlie Crist, you fairy. No, okay, let me I, I want to add one more city, Neil. Go ahead. Albuquerque? Yeah, right, okay. Sounds a little jerky, Albuquerque, right. Hey, that's two good calls in a row, huh? Like I said, I got a big pile. 5670560, oh, pound 560. In fact, I, like I told you, the first guy was like 175 years old. We're going to come and lynch your old ass. How do you like that, sir? We're going to even take away your bag. Hmm. WQAM, hello. Neil, one for the poll. Yes, sir. Miami. Oh, get out of here. So that's three in a row. WQAM, hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. I can't believe you think Boston's a, a, a 
It's what? They roll, they roll up the sidewalks at 9 o'clock. Oh, no, that's right. Miserable. For, for nightlife, forget it. They, I think they closed the last strip bar in Boston a couple of years ago. Yeah. Go up there, man. I, I, I wouldn't go back there for all the tea in China. I well, think it's one of the most miserable cities in the United States. And the weather's getting worse there every year. Have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it was like, man, oh, man. Of all New the York cities yesterday, it was 56 in Boston. Unbelievable. Like I said, it sucks. Well, I, it I'm not sucks. going back. Okay, thanks. <laughs> He's right. It used to be. Well, that's all my memories, you know. I lived mm -hmm. there in 60 and 61 on Commonwealth Avenue in the back bay, and it was great. The restaurants that are all gone, they were really fantastic. In addition to which, all those Italian restaurants in the north end of Boston that people rave about, uh, many of them are pretty mediocre at best. I've eaten many a meal in those. Uh, I've tried different ones. It's just, uh, I don't know. Sure ain't Rome, I'll tell you that. So the guy says, stay away from Boston. But, but even so, if you've never been there, it's, it's okay, but it's a shadow of its former self. It ain't a, like a lot of other cities, huh? Name like me what? one city. Uh, other than, let's see, Chicago. And I don't care what anybody says, New York. I mean, without all the perversion on Times Square and a lot of the fun, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's like a Disney World North. Like, who needs it? But L.A. is uh, a nightmare. It's a jungle. Uh, Chicago is about the only city I can think of, big city, that is uh, as great today as it was like 20, 30 years ago. About I mean, Detroit, you sure don't want to go there. I beg your pardon? How about Seattle? I just don't hear anything. I've never been there. Bad. I've been there. And? It was nice. I hear nothing bad about Seattle. Right. But then again, when you think of big, major metropolitan, uh, Philadelphia. Haven't been there in a long time. I don't know. I couldn't care. All I know is that was a very, it lived up to its name, it was a very filthy city. Man, there was just schmutz everywhere. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How about I got one for your poll? Yeah. Yeah, how about Crackerville? What is it? Crackerville. Crackerville. Oh, Crackerville, yeah. Huh? Go back home. WQAM, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'd like to talk about our city. A city is the worst city or the best city? This is the best vacation city in the world we're looking no, for. No, it's not. Name a city. Go ahead. Rochester. Get out of here. That's <laughs> <laughs> too late for the lilacs. You lose. These people just have... You want to know why this is going on? Because all the people that know where the good cities are, they're out of town. Yeah, like they're there. The 15th of June. They're, they're, there. they're having a good time. These people are just left behind. I think Geneva would be good for you, sir, okay? Geneva ain't too bad this time of the year. Wow. Let's see. What does this say here? Oh, uh, 15 all Republicans. Here's the list. Thank you so much, Fred. Here are the final 15 senators could still co-sponsor after the fact that they choose to. Obviously, they don't want to. The anti-lynching, uh, the, the bill to apologize for the and the anti-lynching thing. Lamar Alexander, Tennessee, another Yahoo. They're all Yahoos. Bob Bennett of Utah. Thad Cochran of Mississippi. John Cornyn of Texas. Michael Crapo of Idaho. <laughs> His name is C-R-A-P-O. Call him Crapo. Michael Enzi of Wyoming. Chuck Grassley of Iowa. Shame on him. He should know better. Judd Gregg of New Hampshire. Never trust a guy named Greg because he always gives you a pack of lies. Orrin Hatch of Utah. The unction. Trent Lott, the cheerleader from Mississippi. Lisa Murkowski of Arkansas. Richard Shelby of Alabama. We've seen him. Uh, John Sununu of New Hampshire. Craig Thomas of Wyoming. And George Voinovich of Ohio. Now, why would that be? Well, maybe he just don't want to get lynched for that uh, thing with Bolton, you know? I, I just don't understand. I don't get it. But you'll notice all Republicans and most mostly uh, from the Deep South. Must be just a coincidence. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. Uh, listen, my brother lived here for a couple of years. Um, my, I think for attractions and things to do for eclectic taste, uh, San Diego's pretty good. And you San Diego. I, I, hear, I hear that. Uh, what's his name he used to play there? Thank you. For the Chargers. What that was his name? Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow, Sr. 
You know, I was so aggravated with that that I looked it up, and of course you are right, but I mean, I looked it up on the internet, and I just, I don't know what it is. That makes me, I was just positive he played for the 49ers. I don't know why. I could even envision him in that in the uniform, the whole deal, but he just, uh, I don't know. Well, your Alzheimer's I, kicking. Yeah, that's right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the brand. Listen, when you've seen as much football as I have, when you've forgotten as much, uh, and if I ever remembered, I'd be dangerous. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh, CD for the poll, please. Yeah. Barcelona, beautiful. Barcelona, you've been there? Oh yeah, beautiful people. The food is incredible. The oceans right there. Architecture, you name it, and in the United States, Seattle, definitely. Okay, Nothing thanks, Kelly. Okay, there's a guy that actually had something to say. Seattle wow. and uh, Barcelona. Barcelona. Well, you wouldn't like it because they speak with that uh, Barcelona. They do that in Madrid, oh, too. I'll find a way to uh, adjust. Muchas gracias, they say. Sí. And you look at them and you go, you maricón. And then they throw something at you. Now, actually, Madrid was okay. I haven't gotten to Barcelona yet. I was supposed to go there this year. It was on my what I had heard is that Barcelona is all, you know, for tourists and partying, and Madrid is, like, businessy. Yeah, but Madrid is like uh, businessy, uh, like like, um, uh, like Milan is in uh, Milan in Italy is a place you don't want to go because it's it's like the New York uh, they say unless mm. you're uh, one of those artsy fartsy. Uh, you fair know, right? Really, I had a friend that went to Madrid and he said it was the best place he's ever been in his life. Oh, Madrid! I, like I said, I enjoyed Madrid. I thought it was very good. The food was good and the people are just beautiful and there's a lot. Of, but but as far, from the architecture standpoint, it's like all white buildings. You know, just very uh, big, uh, ugly white buildings. I thought from what I saw. But it was uh, fine. I had no problem with Madrid. And uh, Barcelona, they say, it's even better. They say like that. And they keep speaking that way and speaking that way. And, and then they go to Ibiza. They go to Ibiza. That's right. Everybody goes over there and gets weighed. Uh, 10.56 at QAM. Come out of pre game show at 145. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? This here's Lee Horsley, your poster child for abstinence. And I'm proud to present to you the Rhyme Thing. If you don't want to wind up having sex with a mule, I suggest you check out the comedy antic of the Rhyme Thing, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm a little teapot, and I want to have sex with you. Hold it right there, girlie. Not without a contraceptive. Jesus didn't use a contraceptive. That would be a sin. Let's fall to our knees and worship middle-aged white men who know what's best for us. You mean Bush loyalists? Take me. Oh, baby. Now, stop your banjo in your pants. Sorry. <laughs> there you have it, boys and girls. A valuable lesson for the politically immature. Don't miss the ring thing. Coming to a small town citadel near you. And just when you thought it was all over about Terry and her... Phew. Here's the autopsy result. Her pathology examined her cardiac tissue. Yeah. Genetic tissue. testing for cardiac ion channel mutations was performed by Familion in New Haven, Connecticut. Speak in English, To detect pal, markers for long QT syndrome. Cube. Complete toxicology testing was also performed. Cube. The vitreous humor chemistry was examined. Cube. Court, medical, and other records, including public and confidential Department of Children, Family, Children and Families records and law enforcement documents, were reviewed as part of the death investigation. Cube. Now, certain issues have repeatedly surfaced during this investigation. These issues have been presented to the Department of Children and Families in the past, law enforcement, and have been presented in the media. I will attempt to address these issues here, but I have covered them in greater detail 
in the documents you have received today. I have also included references from appropriate medical literature as part of your packet. Cube. First, you use your packet. What was the cause of Teresa Chavo's collapse in 1990? Did she suffer from an eating disorder? Mrs. Chavo was heavy as a teenager, and after high school, she did lose over 100 pounds. No one observed Mrs. Chavo taking p- diet pills, binging and purging, or consuming laxatives. <laughs> And she apparently never confessed to her family or friends about having an eating disorder. And furthermore, many other signs and symptoms of bulimia nervosa were not reported to be present. (laughs) After her resuscitation from her initial cardiac arrest, the first blood draw at Humana Hospital Northside, which was her admitting hospital, showed a low potassium level. Several other blood components were also at abnormal levels. Oh, my God. Her low potassium level and the eating disorder it appeared to indicate were the focus of a malpractice suit filed by her husband. Witnesses at trial, at the malpractice trial, offered no testimony to witness purging, and experts, although they favored bulimia nervosa, offered other possibilities for the low potassium level. Both plaintiffs and defendant in the malpractice trial generally accepted the theory that her low potassium level was due to bulimia nervosa, and therefore, during the trial, the veracity of this diagnosis this is was not challenged. Her low potassium level appears to be... I beg your pardon? said a little bit. ...ported to show potassium. that she had an eating disorder. What caused this hypokalemia, or low potassium? Mrs. Shibo was near death and critical for over one hour Cube. prior to that initial blood sampling. This blood sampling showed a potassium level of 2.0 millimoles per liter while normal is three and a half to five. She received approximately 1,250 cc's or over... Uh, you know what could have saved her? I give up. Banana. A drop. <laughs> she received five doses of epinephrine and suffered a... Pe- I, can't, I can't handle this. I'll, I'll just get the summary when it's on the website, okay? This is, this is the uh, autopsy report on Terry Schiavo and her... Phew! But this is... I, I thought by putting it on here we might learn something... I mean, we could put it on right till the ball game comes on, but then we would have nobody left listening. It is just a little bit too, uh, it's like I said, way much too upon More importantly, though, MTV is showing Jessica Simpson in a very scanty bikini watching the car. Well, there you go. Preview for the Dukes of Hazard movie. Okay. So if I seem a little distracted, it's because... Uh, well, how's she doing with her? Cube! Oh, Here's a fact a from the BS... Oh! How do you like that? It says, I can't tell you my name, but New Orleans is a great vacation spot. In addition, how does Fox News Network get away with reporting Natty, Natalie Holloway's death, confirming it, and then unconfirming it? And then the bottom of this is a missing. They something. You see that? Yeah, that's how it came. Well, whatever. Okay, so New Orleans, you got that? Oh, not for me, not for this kid. No. Just go there and get the drunk and have a great old time on Bourbon Street, man. Bourbon Street. <laughs> right. Here's one that says, best city to live, vacation, survive. Victoria, British Columbia, eh? Beautiful, great restaurants, history, immaculate downtown that thrives with nightlife with friendly people. Average temperature, never colder than 45, never warmer than the low 80s. Have been there several times, will retire there soon after I'm sprung from this hellhole, meaning South Florida, obviously. May, uh, mountains, cool, fabulous, you should go, awesome. I, sounds good to me, I've heard nothing but great things about Victoria, B.C., eh? So okay. let's get it on there right away. Vegas get any votes yet? Oh, yeah, see, I told you, 19. How did that happen? 
Just I looked away for a second. All of a sudden, Vegas went right. zooming well, up You were there. distracted by that press conference. I can see. Oh, that. is that what it was? Bill yeah. or supplement containing caffeine was consumed. Oh, tea drinking may have caused the collapse. How do you like that? The common term heart attack is generally reserved to describe the medical condition of myocardial. A glass of tea, I thought was good for it. That's what my bubby always used to say. How about a glass of tea? A glass of means no good. Honolulu 48, Amsterdam 37, the best vacation city in the world. We're trying to get give you a little uh, helpful information here today, folks. Oh, and before we do that, so George and uh, Josh both got their Flavor Wave uh, ovens, oh. their deluxe, which I use mine every day. I love it. Josh hasn't used it yet because he went out to dinner with a very uh, nice young lady last night. Yes, I did. And uh, see, I knew it. He got laid. And uh, yes, George, of course, I beg your pardon? I said, yes, I did. Well, there you go. Let's hear it. Oh. See, that's why he's got his own pit now, finally. Uh, and the other thing was, uh, George took his home. He did not get delayed, but uh, his wife enjoyed it very much. The uh, flavor wave, that is. Yeah, the other. <laughs> oh. But anyway, uh, you'll like it. So George likes it a lot. Yeah, and the other. Well, that's too. good. And she made a what? A, a roast? A roast. As a matter of fact, she went out and bought one special because that's what I was kind of. Well, about. that's great. With some nice potatoes around it that were like yeah. crispy on the outside and right. like just the right, right uh, consistency on the inside. I, I mean, I don't really care if anybody buys one or not. I'm not getting paid to, to peddle it. It's not like a sponsor or something, but it's just when you find something that good. I use mine every single day of my life. Anyway, uh, New York 38 is second on Lulu. Amsterdam 37. Vegas 21. Vegas is zooming up there, which we knew. Rome 21. Paris 18. Chicago uh, 16. Florence. Firenze, Italy uh, 13. Just a beautiful place. Boston 8. L.A. 7. Cologne 3. Berlin 1. None yet for uh, these just went on. Victoria, B.C., New Orleans, Barcelona, and San Diego out of 233 votes. That's what we got so far. Was the bone scan performed? And what did the results... No evidence of strangulation was found. You see that? Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy's taking like 80 million words to say what he could have said like in about uh, 10 sentences, you know? The cameras are on him. It's his moment. His name is John Fogmartin, by the way. He's the medical examiner. He's the one that inspected her. Shub! WQAM, hello. Uh, Two things. Uh, uh, I like uh, London... And can you put a Brontosaurus burger in the Flavor Wave? <laughs> Ask Fred. He'll tell you. That's cute. London. Ah, too many are British for me uh, in London. But put it on there. I bet you. See, a lot of Americans, if they go to Europe, they go to London because they know that people, they think that people speak English there. Right. And then enough. they hear them talking. They say, what What are they saying? What are they talking? What language are they speaking? Well, I reach in my skyrocket. to them constipated the Brits. Anyway, here's that Arnold story that just uh, tickles my fancy. And by the way, speaking for the passion viewers, what kind of a name is Fancy? Do you ever know a girl named Fancy? Not in uh, real life. No, not for real. Fancy that. But then again, uh, passions ain't for real anyway. Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger's Richard was alma mater turned into an exercise in perseverance when virtually his every word was accompanied by catcalls, howls, and piercing whistles from the crowd. Excellent. Schwarzenegger's face appeared to redden during his 15-minute commencement address yesterday to 600 graduates at Santa Monica College, but he ignored the shouting as he recalled his days as a student and later his work as a bodybuilder and actor. Always go out and overcome your fears, he told the graduates. Work, 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 study, 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 and soon you'll be as articulate as he is. Inside the stadium, the drone from hundreds of rowdy protesters threatened to drown out the governor's voice at times. (laughs) This is great! Many in the crowd erupted in boos when a police officer pulled down a banner criticizing the estimated $45 million cost of the November 8th special election that Schwarzenegger proposed on Monday. The governor is backing three ballot initiatives that call for imposing a cap on state spending, stripping lawmakers of the power to draw their own districts, and increasing the time it takes teachers to gain tenure. 
At times during Schwarzenegger's speech, cheers and boos mingled, and the graduates themselves appeared eager to hear the governor. Many applauded at one point when the noise from the bleachers briefly subsided. <laughs> it didn't matter. I just ignored them, graduate Ray Lewis, 21 of L.A., said when asked about the racket from the protesters. Schwarzenegger's political views down all that had nothing to do with the graduation, he said. Schwarzenegger's been feuding for months with groups he calls special interests, Teachers, nurses, other public union employee unions who accuse him of selling out to big business while shortchanging education, health care, and other programs. Those groups have hounded Schwarzenegger with his public appearances, which we like a lot. The special election is a waste of money that you could be that you're using for education and hospital care. He's wasting it on his vanity election, said Sue Cannon, a nurse who was among the crowd outside the stadium, hooting and hollering. Abdominal radiographs, two echocardiograms. We don't care. We just want to hear about her. That's what everybody wants to know. The previously mentioned... What, uh, cervical spine. Shivo's bones were palpably soft from bone loss. Probably that uh, no potassium and calcium, right? I would have. If she had just drank a little milk and had maybe a banana or two, or several, or several bananas. Maybe, she, maybe if Chiquita would have gone up there, maybe if Cedar Cruz wouldn't have croaked, she'd have gone and visited right. uh, Terry, huh? You know that had a nice bunch of bananas, strawberry banana uh, yogurt. Or maybe if Elvis milk. was still around, he could have shared his peanut butter and nanner sandwich, and she could have got her potassium, right? Absolutely. Very high glycemic level in bananas, by the way. All you diabetics down there, put down your banana, please. It's not good for you. It's got very, very high uh, carbs. But it, uh, I uh, see, and that gets you back to that banana nut ice cream again. I bet you that's got plenty of potassium ice cream. Uh, see? <laughs> ice cream. Jesus. Man, I better slow down right, a little bit. I'm it. getting a little carried away. No, seriously, if they would have invented, if haagen would have invented banana nut or banana, what's the other one, Bananas Foster that everybody's talking about? Mm -hmm. uh, before she got ill, she might have saved Terry. She wouldn't have needed that. Phew! Huh? Right. In fact, she could have she could have just, uh, instead of drinking it through a straw, they could have melted it in the microwave about uh, two and a half minutes, and she could have drank her banana nut right through a... Phew! Right? Sure. And gotten all that potassium she needed and probably just jumped up out of bed and said, hey, let's party, right? It's like yogurt smoothie or something. Right. Too late. <laughs> From the producers of American Idol comes a heartwarming collection of favorites interpreted by America's sweetheart, Terry Schiavo. Look how she's smiling. Terry Schiavo, live from room 214C. 
Another exploitation available now from the Supplicant Press. I think the bottom line, all this autopsy stuff about Carrie is that she uh, didn't die from, uh, she wasn't, like, beaten. All these stories right. that the family had made up about the husband. Remember during those last desperate days when they were all making up all kinds of lies? Remember that? Mm-hmm. In fact, even from your fat-ass governor, you were getting your usual... A pack of lies. Right. And uh, come to find out, that was all bogus. She just, there uh, was one banana short. And, and she's not the only one who's dead, by the way. She's not? No. Middletown, Connecticut. A shooting outside a Superior Court building this morning left one person dead, at least one other injured, authorities said. Shooting happened about 9.40 a.m., about 20 minutes before court was to convene for the day. The victim was not a court official. Court spokeswoman Rhonda Steely, uh, Sterley Herbert said she said the shooting happened in a parking lot owned by the city. Hillary Stevens, a spokeswoman for the Connecticut Bar Association, said the group was investigating reports that an attorney was injured in the shooting. The court was on partial lockdown, Sterling Herbert said, meaning people can go to the courthouse, but police are not permitting anyone to leave. Everything's kind of on hold right now, she said. Somebody's dead. Well, there you go. A lot of that, a lot of that stuff going on inside the courtroom, outside the courtroom, because it's the American Joyce and Way. Here's a story that everybody's going to really uh, love. Let's do it right now before lunchtime. Olathe, Kansas. You ever hear of that place? Nope. O-L-A-T-H-E. Olathe, Kansas. Where's that Olathe? Well, if it's Kansas. A high school student who vomited on a Spanish teacher has been charged with battery against the school official. There are a lot of people in South Florida They hear that language and they want to puke, too. Remember that poll we took uh, a while back? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think that was last week about the sounds that you, uh, you were on vacation. Remember that, Josh? Yes. The most annoying sounds in the Spanish language. Uh, I don't remember if it won the poll, but it was right up there. It definitely did. And it we did put it on late. Yeah, that's right. We put it on late and it went just zooming up. It was really great. Incredible. Yeah. The misdemeanor charge was filed Monday against the Olathe Northwest High School student, Olathe. The 17-year-old boy was charged as a juvenile. His name was not released. Rick Gwynn, an assistant director, uh, district attorney, said witnesses can co- corroborate that the boy intentionally vomited on teacher David Young. <laughs> wow. If convicted, the boy likely would face probation, Gwynn said. Prosecutors are also seeking an apology. How do you like that, huh? They're really? seeking an apology. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> you beat me to it. Damn it. Well, whatever. Anyway, I think a message is being sent both by the school district and the DA that his behavior will not be tolerated, Young said. The student's father said he told him he did not mean to throw up on the teacher, but he had made un- been made uncontrollably ill by the stress of final exams. It was puke-inducing. Right? Puke-inducing. The father said the district expelled his son and recommended he enroll in an alternative school in the fall. He puked on a Spanish teacher. Well, I'll be danged. How do you say puke in Espanol? Uh, vomita. I beg your pardon. Yeah, vomit. Don't say that. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. I can't believe that we got that ball game. Now I realize it doesn't seem on the, on the face of it. It doesn't seem like that fifty minutes should make a dramatic difference, but it does. Because you see, it's already eleven twenty three. Right. We'll take it if it's thirty seconds. Which means in seven. two hours it's going to be one twenty three. So like in less than an hour and a half, we're out of here. See what I'm saying? All right. That's, that's the way to look at it, the positive know, way of looking right. at it. Like, look what all we accomplished today. It's not even 11.30 yet, but look at the ball game coming up with the pregame at mm-hmm. 1.45. Oh! And we've saved the world twice. That is correct. How to sum that up again in layman's terms? That means you have a high sodium or salt content? Well, we do cut the crab. I think they're high. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Is it uh, Neil? Sounds like me, yeah. Oh, oh, hey, Neil. Listen, man, I love your show. Absolutely, absolutely love it. Two things. One, sports doing your show when you're not there is like Ed McMahon doing the Johnny Carson show. I love I love Carlos, but it's not quite the same. You know what I mean? 
And the last Terry Shiloh thing, you know, Neil, I, I really like, I love your show, but usually right. you don't make fun about people that really didn't have anything to do with their illness, you know. That, that is well, what does that mean? Well, I mean... We've been playing the Terry Shiloh stuff ever since uh, they stuck that... Chew. What are you talking about, man? I know, but I'm... Well, I don't know. I, I just thought it was... Do you, think, do you think it bothers her? Do you think she's upset by it? No, of course not. She's dead, but at the same time... She's still dead, and even when she wasn't dead, she was in a permanent vegetative state, okay? I know, but not in her own hand, and that's why I thought it was kind of, like, not cool, but... Not in what? Not in her own hand, you know what I mean? Yeah. What about about Helen Keller? We played bits about her. Was that her fault that she was blind? No, but I'm saying this lady was a, a, a you know a normal it was person. Her fault. So she, her eating so disorder she, yeah, was she would her have fault. just eaten a banana, man. If she'd just eaten her whole supper, eating her veggies and stuff, she'd probably still be alive today. <laughs> Cut the crap, pal. Well, get out of here. Quit being so depressing. Quit taking everything so serious. You, you should be. He loves the show. He should know he's tuned in the wrong show for that. We pass along a lot of serious stuff on the show, but we try to like also keep a sense of humor. Yeah, he loves the okay? show. Just what just you look do. Where we're working. If we didn't have a sense of humor, could we possibly be here? No. No. But I will take the checks. The best vacation city in the world. It's like we're doing three different shows here. And you know something? I, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. But I, I got a big pile here, man. Yeah, Not that I'm going to change the world. But there's just stuff that needs to be uh, spewed out. When in doubt, I want to spew it out. Okay? I'm going to do it. Do it. The best vacation city in the world is Honolulu 53, Amsterdam 41, New York 41, Vegas 29. It's moving up there nicely, Josh. Although if you go to Vegas, you might want to play those slots. Rome 28, Paris 20. Chicago 16, or is that Chicago? Florence 13, Boston 10, and everybody else a single digit. L.A. 7, Barcelona 4, Barcelona. Uh, I saw a thing on a, uh, one of the travel channels the other night about Barcelona. And, man, it made me want to just get on a plane and go there right now. Barcelona. Uh, heard nothing but good things. Whoa. London 3, Cologne 3. I'll tell you, underrated Cologne, Cologne, Germany, man. I'm telling you right now, if you go to Amsterdam, if you're there a few days, hop on the train. It's only about a little over two hours. In fact, if you take a couple of, like, get a couple of newspapers, a magazine, and before you know it, you're right there on the ice train, the real fast train. Okay. And Cologne is just fabulous. You mean they have uh, a bullet Victoria? train like we have here in Florida? Yeah, the bullet train. That's the one. The one we got in Florida, the bullet. But we just have the bullet. We don't have the train. Uh, Cologne 3, Victoria, B.C.'s got up here. New Orleans 2. Just go there and get drunk and lay down on the street on Bourbon Street. San Diego 1 and Berlin still Solamente Uno. And I don't know why. to entertainment. We've got the same. Biggest personality. Neil Rogers. It takes 10 to 2. Radio 560. QAM. Disgusting program. Absolutely. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Listen to the sound of John John falling flame Augering into the sea You think a multi-millionaire like JFK Could afford a better plane If JFK had more time flying he would have known A five-third of the cheapest crappy plane that blows A gun ain't at my head's about the only way I would go Now, head's the only one that's left alive today From what they call the Kennedy curse If Dorothy Gilgallin was alive, she'd say Cheer up, it's only gonna get worse Listen to the sound of John John's holiday 
Butter splatter, butter splatter. Oh, hey, hey, listen to the sound of John John calling play. Butter splatter, butter splatter. I'll tell you one thing, if we didn't maintain a sense of humor, we'd all be in the uh, loony bin after what they put us through with Terry and her... Q. The way that uh, our fat-ass governor and a bunch of other lunatic right-wing crazy people... Uh, do, ah, bada -bee, bada -bee, all those uh, fetus huggers and uh, stem cell huggers and uh, vegetative uh, dead, brain-dead people huggers. In fact, she could have worked in our sales department. You see the result they just showed on there? Yeah. They said her brain was less than half the size they expected, so she easily could have qualified. Now, here's a fax from Adam who wants to know. It says, uh, can you repeat the location and or web address where you can order the Flavor Wave oven that you and George, uh, the, uh, Josh and George got? And that I got. Actually, you know how many of them I bought? Uh, four total, I would imagine. Five. Really? One for me and four for gifts. How do you like that? All right. Five. That's how much I like it. And you, and you already understand you've already just started using it. Yeah. Anyway, I, you can buy it a whole bunch of places online. I bought it the ones for you from First Street. So you can go to... Um, FirstStreetOnline.com, and then just, you know, I, I don't want to give the whole uh, web. Or you can just do a search for Flavor Wave Oven. But the reason I recommend that one is because it's like only 99 bucks. If you buy it like from Thane Direct, it's 132 bucks, and then they throw in some little tchotchke that you'll never use, you know? The Miracle Pot. Now, George says he wishes he had the Miracle Pot, but this is the kind that you're cooking, you can't smoke it. Okay? Okay. So that's, that's where you get it, Adam. Uh, just do a quick search, uh, Flavor Wave Deluxe Oven. We ought to be doing spots for them, you know. And I bet you our crack sales department is right on top of that, aren't they? No. no. I'm sure that's crack a national Murphy. thing. Huh? It's a national thing. So oh, and then probably Gary Sarner is going to be involved in that. Oh, and, yeah, he's probably walking around with that big, bright smile on his face. BSO investigates suspicious package at post office. Oh, my God. Oh, no. The BSO is investigating a suspicious package found at an Oakland Park post office around 940 this morning. This is from the Herald website. Boy, it's a miracle that the Herald's got anything new. Can you believe that? Wow. The post office at 3400 North Andrews Avenue is not being evacuated at this time, and the BS oh! is not releasing any further information at this time. In other words, what they, what they should have said, like in a real website, it would have said, the investigation continues, right? Isn't that what they always say? Something like that. But they all likes to be different. Now, this is, a, uh, this is the last story I'm going to read about Michael Jackson, okay? I promise, until the next one. I, 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 you know, obviously, we talked about Terry and her... Uh, disgusting. Michael Jackson acquitted but not exonerated. This is pretty interesting, I thought. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought. You know what I thought? What did you think? Pretty interesting. Michael Jackson may have been acquitted, but if jurors' words are anything to go by, he was not exonerated. In post-trial comments, several hinted and some said bluntly that they suspected he indeed molested children, especially that juror number one who's been on TV how many times today already? About 30, man. Faced with instructions to find him guilty beyond reasonable doubt, though, they conceded that they had a vote not guilty, something many who followed the case say is a victory for the justice system, but not necessarily for Jackson 46, who remained holed up at his Neverland Valley Ranch Tuesday. Not guilty is not the same as innocence, says former Santa Barbara prosecutor Craig Smith, who followed the trial from the start, but our whole system is based on the premise that it's better to let a guilty man go free than convict an innocent man, except, of course, in the Deep South. Jackson did not speak to his fans, but his attorney, Thomas What a Mess My Hair Is Roe, Jr., made one thing clear. He'll be far more guarded about whom he lets into it. Uh, now, I want you to listen to these words, okay? Because it's interesting the way some of these media types, these talking heads, have said, oh, he's not going to do this no more. Okay, that's not what he said. Right. He said he will be far more guarded about whom he lets mm -hmm. into his room and will, not, and will no longer allow people to come into his life and run freely through his home. So that doesn't mean he's going to stop sleeping with little boys. There is no chance that's going to happen. Right. He says he's not going to do that anymore because of the false charges that were brought. Mes, uh, my here's a mess of said on today. 
Outside Neverland, fans' cars lined the narrow country road leading to the estate, and pro-Jackson signs indicated the international flavor of a fan base that long ago ceased to be U.S.-centric because in the U.S. we're onto them. Iran is here for Michael. Read one posted near the huge gates that opened every few minutes to let Jackson and associates in the heavily guarded compound. From Italy, Michael, we stand for you. Read another, alongside a sign with a Japanese lettering and a message in English, make love your weapon. Oh, he already did that. <laughs> well, the love part. He, that's what he was on trial for. We are very happy with the verdict. We have what we want, said Danuta Aslowski, 23 of Germany, dismissing suggestions that some people might still view Jackson with suspicion. I thought there was Terry Stafford that sang that song. Yeah. Did Elvis do suspicion? No, suspicious minds. Right. Sorry. We hate Elvis. In a news conference, in an individual... No, I don't hate Elvis. It's you guys do. I, I'm just tired of him. I hate him personally. Enough you know, already. Just, uh, you know? His music is, uh, was bad. Yeah, quit picking on him already. He's quit uh, that, that guy before. He thinks it's not cool to do that. Saying he's fat and grotesque. <laughs> yeah, pill popping. Yeah, quit picking on Terry and her... Cube! That's why I played the John John thing, obviously. I might even play the uh, uh, while your window is open thing just to show that this show is about poor taste. Oh, What's wrong with that? You're insensitive bastard. You've lost yeah, touch. Yeah, good. See, this is my way. I know this is very revolutionary. Just like those people would say, what a cold-hearted bastard. He didn't even go to his mother's funeral. Once somebody is dead, that's not the time to be nice to them, okay? That's not the time to pay tribute to them, to honor. The time to be nice to them is while they're still alive. I didn't wait until George and Josh were dead to send them the Flavor Wave ovens, okay? I sent them while they were still alive and while I was still alive. Got it? Got it. Could there you go. Could Once you're dead, yeah, that's it. Move on. Move on. Life is for the living. Move on. In fact, who said that? Uh, was it Bogart? One of those biography shows with all these dead people on it. That, that, that was exa- In fact, it was him. It was Humphrey Bogart. I gained more respect for him just from watching that show about his thing with, uh, fighting the uh, commie witch hunts of the late 40s and early 50s. Good. Joe McCarthy and that bunch of crazy goyim. And then, of course, his whole attitude about death. You know, he said, life is for the living. Just to go on and live and uh, don't worry about me. I'll be all right. And by the way, got a, got a Marlboro? Now, he wouldn't have a camel. He probably would have smoked Probably. Camels. He was a lot more macho than even the Marlboro man. And one, we, can, we can knock Marlboros because one thing we know, they're never going to be advertising on this radio station, are they? No. We can knock all the cigarette companies. In fact, let's do that. Let's make a whole show out of that. Hey, they're bad for you. What are the worst faggots besides Miss Drudge? In a news conference and in individual interviews after Jackson was acquitted in all ten counts, jurors sent a clear message they were not so much convinced of Jackson's innocence as unconvinced of his guilt based on faulty evidence and flaky witnesses. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I didn't know they had dandruff. Well, Their views were reminiscent of those expressed by jurors in March after they acquitted actor Robert Blake of murdering his wife, who was shot in the couple's car after they had eaten dinner at a restaurant. Jurors cited credibility problems with key prosecution witnesses, a similar issue to Jackson jurors, and the failure to overcome doubts planted by the defense. Do I think he's innocent? I'll never know, the Blake jury foreman Thomas Nicholson said later. But the bitch had it coming. No, he didn't say that. We did. Gene Rosenbluth, a former assistant U.S. attorney in L.A. who teaches law at the University of Southern California, said that while such comments may be disturbing to some people, they point to what makes the system great, that you have to prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. And even as Jackson's fans and defense team lauded the acquittal as a victory, Rosenbluth said the jurors' public explanations of their verdicts clearly sent a very different message. Michael Jackson may have been found not guilty, but the world is certainly going to be left with the impression that he might be a child molester, she said. Might my ass. None of that mattered to the fans who said the acquittal coming on top of prosecutors' failure in 93 to build a criminal case against Jackson was the, all the exoneration they needed. Ryan Williams, 27, of London, who was flying to L.A. when the pilot announced the verdict from the cockpit, pronounced himself thrilled. He said, justice prevails. Oh, he's from London? You fairy. One person who viewed things differently was former Santa Barbara County Sheriff Jim Tom- Thomas, who was involved in the 93 molestation investigation that ended when the alleged victim settled out of court with Jackson for about $20 million. Thomas called it a shame that the latest accuser's credibility was tainted by his mother, 
A prosecuting witness who many jurors said they neither trusted nor liked. You learn to accept the losses from time to time, but it's perhaps a little more bitter when you know, at least in your mind or heart, that the crime was committed, he said. Asked if justice was served, he paused for several seconds. I don't know, but it doesn't make any difference. The system worked, he said. Above all, he said he hoped the outcome would not deter other young abuse victims from coming forward. He also said there was no guarantee Jackson wouldn't be back in court one day. My sense is if he doesn't change his habits, he'll be back there again someday. Or at the very least, write bigger checks. When it comes to entertainment, it's Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers. Fourth Radio 560. Lollipop, little boy? No. Slip and fall while your window is open, or run down the hall while your window is open. I'm out on tour. I feel secure Cause your temp Will watch while you're I'm dying over here Windows open See, you've lost touch with the audience now, Neil You really, uh, your bad taste has gone so far How many years was that? ago was that? Six, seven years? Ten Yeah, it was a long time and uh, here we are. We're still here. 13 till noon at QAM. Shivo, here now, let's send a, a thumbnail, okay? Get this thing over with Terry and her... Cube! Terry Shivo did not suffer any trauma prior to her 1990 collapse, and her brain was about half the size of normal when she died. Perfectly qualified for the QM sales department. According to results released today, an autopsy conducted on the severely brain-damaged woman. Pinellas Pasco Medical Examiner John Thogmartin concluded there was no evidence of strangulation or other trauma leading to her collapse. He also said she did not appear to have suffered a heart attack, and there was no evidence that she was given harmful drugs or other substances prior to her death. Autopsy results on the 41-year-old brain-damaged woman were made public this morning. Yada, yada, yada. She died from hydration, he said. He said she would not have been able to eat or drink if she had been given food by mouth as her parents had requested. Removal of her feeding tube would have resulted in her death, whether she was fed or hydrated by mouth or not, he told reporters. He said that Chivo's brain was about half the, uh, its expected size when she died March 31. 13 days after her feeding tube was removed. See, I'm just reading this so I can say that. She could have got better. The brain weighed 615 grams, roughly half the expected weight of the human brain. The damage was so irreversible, and no amount of therapy or treatment would have regenerated the massive loss of neurons, he said. So there you go. There's the MS. There's the final story with Terry and her tube. And now we can get to worry about other things. Speaking of other things. Yes. Uh, Hank called in and said yes. that John Madden will be having a press conference at noon. Um saying that he'll be going to NBC for Sunday Night Football. All right. We no, should carry All right. I like, I like John Madden a lot. Thanks, we, Humper. We should carry that press conference, especially for no. the last like, an hour. <laughs> well, you know what? It That's goes to 145. Because I can turn on TSN right now, and I'll guarantee you that the Sports Center is on. I mean, quick, quick drill driver. But they're doing drill drivers. They're driving it. But they're in commercial. It'll probably be on right here. And if not, it'll be on right there. It'll be on somewhere. We don't want to carry it. But nevertheless, yeah, we, oh, and we got we got that great Madden. What is that bit we got? It's fairly new too. The Madden and oh, geez, you know what I'm talking about? No, no you probably don't. I'll find it. All right, it's fairly recent. Anyway, uh, moving right along. I don't want to get too verbose here, but I will anyway because we got a short show today. We got less than two hours to go. Oh! Oh! Okay, okay. 
Because we got Marlins on deck at 145 from Wrigley Field in Chicago. How's that poll coming? I'm really amazed that Berlin's got only one. And you want to know why? It must be all the Jews listening or voting. Well, because uh, go know, back now, right? they have that German phobic thing. You know, they really. I don't know why not. Berlin is so much to see. The Berlin yeah. Wall and the Brandenburg Gate and the old uh, 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 bombed-out church and oh, just so much. And great food and just uh, wonderful people. Uh, the ones under 40, the ones over 40, just to step over. 337 votes. What uh, the best vacation city in the world is, and you're right, Vegas will win. We gave, a, we gave everybody else a head start. That was a good idea, you know what? It was just by accident, but we gave everybody else a running start because Vegas will win. Honolulu, 58. Vegas, 46. Amsterdam, 45. New York, 45. Roma, 35. The Eternal City, the city of seven hills. It's the best. Paris, 27. Chicago, 16. Florence, 15. Boston, 11. London, 10. And everybody else in a single digit, including Berlin with Solamente Uno. Oh, not bad news. Atlanta won last night. How the Braves won a game? Mark that down. Because the Marlins got bushwhacked. They got slaughtered in Chicago. Well, get it out of the way, you know. 14 nothing is just uh, no different than one nothing, right? Sure. Still, no, still, you put it in the L column. That's all, whether it's one nothing, 14 nothing, or 185. In fact, maybe the Cubs will wish they saved some of them 14 runs for today. Catch my drift? Hopefully. Yeah. A state appeals court in New Jersey ruled yesterday that Jersey's constitution does not require the recognition of gay marriage, rejecting the efforts of seven same-sex couples who sued the state to allow them to marry. You fairy! The panel in a two-to-one decision affirmed a lower court ruling that said legislators must change marriage laws before same-sex couples can wed. Without legislative action, there is no basis for construing the New Jersey Constitution to compel the state to authorize marriages between members of the same-sex appellate judge Stephen Skillman wrote for the majority. Stephen Skillman. Oy. Sounds like one of my people. At any rate, see, it's some of my people against uh, one of my other people. Hmm. As opposed That's to your people. Happened. Well, let my people know when your people are ready. Okay. Uh, from what I hear, they're already ready. Opponents of same-sex marriage will announce tomorrow an initiative petition to put a constitutional amendment on the Massachusetts statewide ballot in 2008 that would ban gay marriage, as lawmakers and activists involved said yesterday. The decision to mount the effort for a Defense of Marriage Act ballot question follows months of intense debate among foes of same-sex marriage, many of whom worry that a competing compromise measure already before the legislature will fail when it comes up for vote later this year. That compromise, which could go on the 2006 ballot, would ban same-sex marriage but establish civil unions for gay and lesbian couples, a provision opponents call marriage light. It's a, well, a lot of you folks out there, you know what that's all about, marriage light. No, what? Well, you know, but marriage heavy. Its opponents well, prefer a ban on the same-sex marriage without civil unions, even if the plan means waiting until the 2008 ballot. So there you go, Massachusetts. They're all whipped up into a frenzy, okay? Meanwhile, I think this is the week in Ontario, or in fact, in Canada, not just in Ontario. This is the week in this country here that they're going to be, like, voting uh, the uh, parliament. And they're going to be all screaming at each other and pounding on the table. And going, bah, bah, bah. I love that. Don't you just love that? Oh, yeah, it's the best. Oh, now, what the hell is that? Chan Ho's dropkick. Did you see that? Did you see that? Little uh, contretemps out there on the uh, mound. Oh, that's old. This is old stuff they're showing. Now and discover that wanting to start a scrap sometimes isn't enough. Why are they showing this stuff now? This ancient... Oh, they're getting ready for John Madden's press conference. So John Madden is going to do, go to NBC to do uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah, starting in 06, because obviously he has one more year left. With Fox. Right. We'll do ABC Monday Night Football. I mean, with ABC. Yeah, one more. What did we just say? With ABC on Monday Night Football with the Michaels, right? Yeah, they got one more. Speaking of that, now let's see, who's going to be on the games with him? Huh? Yep. (laughs) 
Hey, don't forget, good news today. Not only do we have a short show, but no mo. No mo. He's got today off because we got the Marlin game at 145. No mo. Now, speaking of sports, as Howard Cosell would say, this is really uh, one of the most weird stories of all time. I think it's great. Yeah, that's because you hate FSU like poison. You hate the Seminoles. You hate Bobby Bowden, and you probably even hate Terry Bowden at Yahoo with his finger up his nose. Or is it up his rectum? But suspended FSU quarterback Wyatt Sexton was taken to a hospital by police who say they observed him behaving strangely, lying in the street and telling them he was God. Damn God! Sexton was hospitalized Monday night, and on Tuesday, yesterday, an FSU official said he was still under medical care at an undisclosed location. He hasn't been charged with any crime. FSU assistant athletic director Rob Wilson said Sexton had been suspended from the team two weeks ago because of a previously undisclosed violation of team rules. He declined to elaborate on what rule Sexton broke and said the incident Monday appeared to be unrelated. I can't imagine what kind of rule it was. Can you? No, what? That would cause this bizarre behavior. Sexton, 20, is son of FSU's assistant head coach and running backs coach Billy Sexton. Wilson said neither head coach Bobby Bowden nor Sexton's father would comment. Sexton, who will be a junior in the fall, took over the starting quarterback job for the Knowles at midseason last year, but was expected to compete for the job this year with Drew Weatherford and Xavier Lee, who were redshirted as freshmen last year. Oh, redshirted. In other words, they're going to be there for like 18 years. An yes. incident report by Tallahassee police officer Zachary Lynn said he was called to a residential neighborhood about a, a report of a man doing push-ups in the street and acting strangely. Police also said they would had a call from a different person about a man in the same location laying in the street and yelling at passers-by. Another reporting the man had jumped on a car. And then, Josh, you said that there was also something about him barking like a dog. Yeah, that, uh, throw that, that in That, too. Lyon said he found Sexton in the middle of the road wearing only a pair of wet shorts. The officer asked Sexton if he was okay and didn't get a response. He was asked several times what the man's name was, and eventually Sexton replied that he was, God, it sounds like Howard Beale. At one point, the man stepped toward line, and then even Howard Beale said only he saw the face of God. You know, he didn't claim to be God. At one point, the man stepped toward line and then ran away from him. When the officer yelled for him to stop, he turned and got it on his hands and knees, yelled obscenities at the officer, and stared at him. He said in his report he heard Sexton might charge him, so he doused him with pepper spray and radioed for assistance. Charged him After how much? Officer, what? Charged him how much? After officer about, um, about 30, man. After other officers arrived, the police handcuffed him, identified himself as Sexton. They said he took him to the hospital, fearing he was a danger to himself or others. They said that Sexton appeared to be under the influence of some unknown narcotic or alcohol, but officials at the hospital said they didn't have any information on him, including whether he'd been found to be under the influence of anything. He's won honors for his high-grade point average. He's from Tallahassee and grew up around the FSU program. His roommates told him that Sexton had been at a Dave Matthews, that would do it, a Dave Matthews band concert in Tennessee with him earlier Monday. They didn't believe he'd been drinking or taking any drugs, but said he'd been stressed out over trying to win the starting quarterback job in the fall. Well, when in doubt, you get stressed out, and you get down on your hands and knees in your underwear, and you start barking like a dog and yelling obscenities, right? Almost every day. Gosh dang right. When it comes to sports... Oh, don't get carried away. Yeah, the ball's out, so, you know, that was just practice. Okay, just relax. No, no pressure. No pressure. The audio vault's out, so we can't do those spots. And there's no engineers here, so let me go uh, pardon? figure something out. Well, we're figuring something out. What I'm going to do just to cover our ass, because we don't have a lot of time today, I'll do, like, uh, my ridded spot from the next hour. How's that? Sounds good. Is that good thinking? Sure, work ahead. Well, no, because that opens you up a slot. See right. what I'm saying? Because we don't want to lose no spot. It'll open you up a slot. Otherwise, we're all going to get shot. shot. Or not. I'll tell you one thing. If you've got termites running around your house, you ought to be shot because there's no excuse not to get rid of them once and for all, including those new Asian subterranean termites. Always something new and grotesque crawling around your house, especially in Florida. 
So if you think you've got termites or you just want to be on the safe side and protect your house and keep it in one piece, call our friends at Ridded Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Ridded Pest Control uses this amazing orange oil treatment I've been telling you about that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say our equipment is a pile of crap. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them forever. You don't have to tent your house either. You don't have to move out to the motel or the hotel and have everybody laughing their ass off and pointing at your home like it's the circus. No worry about poisonous gas either. No worry about food or pets in your health. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave it all. And when they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind for just a few days is the clean scent of oranges. It is a machaya. So if you have a termite problem, whether it's a single home, an apartment building, a condo, a townhouse, call Riddit Pest Control today and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tenting, no games, no BS, no kidding. Call right now for a free no-obligation inspection, 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. And that's really great in a sunshine state. And we're a little late, but are we going to do the break or not? not? No, no. No. Okay, I'm just, I'm just asking. No no pressure on me. we only got an hour and 45 minutes to go, for Christ's sake. It's already noon, noonish. Right. right? I'm really looking forward to that break to have some lunch. Well, you can go ahead and have the lunch now anyway. You're always talking with your mouth full anyhow, is what everybody tells me. In fact, George is going to be doing the summer shows eating on the air. Right. Remember, I used to do that, uh, well, once upon a time. <laughs> right. Almost got fired over it. Who did? Me did. Well, that's right. That was in the Boy Gary days. By the way, Hank is going to call back and tell us that Boy Gary was a Joyce hole, but we already know that. Yeah, Yeah, they're working on the vault right now as we speak. Yeah, and what would you like me to do? Just continue moving along and singing the song? Because it is coming up on noon. No, listen to me. This might turn out to be a a gift from God, you know? Hey, oh, God! Because Hank said that at noon, John Madden was holding this press conference, although I'm looking right now. Oh, please don't tell me this awful show is on now. Oh, please, please tell me. Oh, it's on now, off the record on TSN. So it's not going to be on there. But the good news is I've got 75,000 different sports channels on my uh, cable here. Oh, here's soccer. No, we don't want to see that. Well, I guess I'm going to have to punt, okay? We could go to the horse racing channel. Boyzeev to try to finish it out. Captain Marvelous has had Ew. a following trip. He said Moving Ew. up second on the other Ew. side. Here comes Stars Road from a long way back. But Western Edition is keeping three at the tote board. It's Western Edition to prevail. Do you think uh, ESPN would race. be carrying? I beg your pardon? ESPN, would they be carrying this press conference? Exactly. Cause on, I, on see, I got ESPN on TSM, but they got their own show, this horrible off-the-record show on right now. One of the worst shows ever. Is that so where they uh, sit around on a little table there? Right. You got it? Yeah, I'm looking at that, right. Got these bozos sitting on high chairs. Oh, wait a minute. Here's the Fox World Sports report. They got some good soccer stuff on. Looking to take over sole possession of first place in Group D at the Under-20 World Championship. No, we don't care about that crap. Okay, about that football with the U. Here's Leafs lunch. They should be outside in this. Well, you he said out again. Do you hear that? Yeah, Chasing balls, playing lacrosse. Oh, we can't hear about that. That sounds X-rated to me. Hear what he said? Chasing balls. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, here's the score. Adjacent to Yankee Stadium at a cost of Yankees playing the ballpark, bucks. and there's the picture of it. It'll have a seating capacity of just under 51,000. It will resemble the original Yankee Stadium in many ways, should be done by 2009. Great. I mean, we already know what the press conference is going to be. Why the hell do we need to put it on the air? We know John Madden's going to go to NBC next year, and he's going to do uh, Sunday Night Football, and we love John Madden, and he's very funny, and I'll find that bit. And uh, here's soccer, though. He's back on the pitch. Wagoner's goal kick. Oh, it's Canada against Colombia. You know who's got the good drugs in that match? Let's Aguilar. Oh, it's still the same crap. Okay, so forget about it. I'm just going to continue. You let me know when you want to run some spots. Okay, let me cross this one out. Well, uh, you know, fire a gun in the air or something. <laughs> hey, why not? It's Florida. It's the uh, Florida Joyce and Way. 
He kills man hiding in attic from police. Really a good, uh, in fact, I hope it doesn't happen to, uh, well, I do hope it happens to Beth, but not Mrs. Wallace, not old Edna. She's the best character on Passions now. But at any rate, they're in a the closet. They're hiding from Louise and Sheridan. I, I know you're watching that show religiously every day now. Oh, yeah. This is in a place I've never heard of, DeBerry, Florida. Two word, two, uh, D-E, capital B-A-R-Y, DeBerry, Florida. Have you heard of that? I might have. You did? You know, all these little towns you drive to. No, I never heard of it. Officials in Florida say a man hiding from police died in an attic where the temperature climbed above 100 degrees on Monday. Earl Herring, 57, was hiding in the attic of his sister's home in DeBerry, Florida. Mary Herring Donaldson said her brother probably wanted to avoid the police, she called to the house. A judge had ordered Herring not to have contact with his sister after a May 23rd domestic battery charge. Volusia County Sheriff's deputies arrived at 3 p.m., but no one answered a knock at the door. Donaldson called deputies back to the house around 5 p.m. Deputies found the attic door wedged shut. Once inside, they discovered Herring's body. Officials said the temperature inside the attic was more than 100 degrees. They said that he died either from heat exhaustion or a heat stroke. But the bottom line is his last words were... I'm dying over here. How do you like that? Mm. Not a good idea to hide in the attic when the temperature is like above 100. A little lesson to all you kids out there. Okay, so what's the story? Uh-oh, four killed in suicide attack on Baghdad Marketplace. This is over and above the ones we had earlier. Says the two most wanted men in the U.S. Led... No, nah, that's not it. So we got four more dead people in uh, Iraq, and it's still a Wednesday over there. It just, it just doesn't stop. Does anybody care? No. Is Boy, anything going to happen? No. Is the madness going to stop? No. Jesus, K. Christ. If the media gave, uh, like, 1% of the attention, and don't be pointing at me either, because we do the Iraq stories every day on the show for every ah. single day. So don't be giving me a song dance because one day we did all the heavy-duty Michael Jackson crap because that's all you could talk about. But if the media would pay one-tenth of one percent to the grotesque and the barbarities and the insanity that's going on over there and the Downing Street memos and the six new memos that we've got on our website now, that story, which is much too long to go into, but all these other British memos, uh, they would find out that uh, there's something people you know need to know more importantly than about Michael Jackson and who he's diddling. Okay, and whether we got well, whether it was the giant economy-sized jar of Vaseline or the small uh, put-in-your-pocket one. The pocket rocket. Speaking of pocket rocket, our fat-ass governor may let tribes expand gambling. Oh. How do you like that? Mighty white of him. Governor Jeb Bush agreed Tuesday to open negotiations with the Seminole Tribe of Florida aimed at allowing them to expand their gaming offerings on their reservations. The governor, a vigorous gambling opponent, said in a statement that the decision to open talks with the Indians was inevitable in the wake of voter approval of slot machines at Broward Paramutuals when Florida's voters signaled a change in the state's policy toward gambling. But Bush who resisted the Indians' request for negotiations for more than seven months, was silent as to how much he's willing to give the Indians before his term expires in 2006. It's going to be a process to determine if common ground can be reached, and entering into negotiations makes no guarantee that an agreement can be reached, said Bush spokesman Russell Schweiss. Oh, boy. And then it goes on. Let's see what it says here at the end. about The, uh, the, the governor will negotiate on the bare minimum of what he can provide, is what he's saying. Representative Marco Rubio, a Miami Republican House negotiator on the issue, said he expects the talks to go on for several months because he believes the governor will try to give as little as possible. The paramutual industry welcomed news of the negotiations as a sign they could be getting closer to getting slot machines, too. If the tribes were to get a compact, eventually the playing field catches up, said Alan Coslow, general counsel for Pompano Park. I don't see the state giving to one and not the other. Well, good luck to us all, Alan. That's all I can say. Huh? Your fat-ass governor at work again. Yep. Yeah, we're doing the best we can under difficult circumstances, just like with our spots today. And we have a lot of real spots on the log today, I'm noticing, before the ball game comes on. And we damn well better get this all straightened out, or some heads are going to roll. You know what I'm saying? Right. What do you think? We're doing what we can. We still can't do it? No. Can't play them out of the control room? No, they're both down. Oh, my God. And they're both out? Oh, my God. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Corporate isn't in the building by any chance, are they? Who? Corporate. You know, corporate. 
Oh, corporate. You mean Bob Vermouth? Well, yeah, he's probably working on something. That's why the audio vaults around. Every time he shows up, yeah. all the equipment like falls apart. I think it's like a it's like a reflex reflex action when the equipment sees him in the building. It's just all like quits. You know, I, I think he uh, goes in there and you know shuts everything. That's down. how I when I see him. That's how I feel. I want to just roll over and die. Five six seven oh five sixty. We'll take a couple of calls. This is all screwed up now. I will do some live spots. Yeah. Periodically here. Well, no, that'll open up some slots with the live spots. Okay. Well, play a nice uh, long bit or something. I don't want to play a lot. A lot of, we don't have time to waste. See, you're in the time-wasting business. <laughs> I'm in, like, uh, the productive business, if you believe that. Not. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, I, we don't have the time to waste today. we got a short show. It's only 50 minutes, but, boy, it kind of gets you all backed up. Plus, there's no calls on there right now anyway, so that's good. Well, there's one. There is not. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Can you tell me a score? I beg your pardon? The Colombian Canada score, man. I'm a driver. Yeah, okay. Nil, nil. As in nil Rogers, okay? Nil, nil. Anyway, efforts go to end ban on openly gay soldiers. That's how desperate they are now. They can't get anybody to sign up. Nobody wants to commit suicide. I mean, be used as a human uh, sacrifice over there. We would let you faggots die if you want. Right, that's right. All you faggots, come on down. We changed your mind. Okay. And in fact, we don't mind letting you guys get killed. Y'all go in front. Critics of the military's don't ask, don't tell policy are gaining new allies, including a few conservative members of Congress and a West Point professor, as they press on multiple fronts to overturn the ban on out-of-the-closet gays and lesbians in the armed forces. You fairy! As part of their strategy, opponents of the policy are now highlighting the ongoing struggles of Army and Marine recruiters. The Service Members Legal Defense Network says in a new report that many highly trained specialists, including combat engineers and linguists, are being discharged involuntarily while the Pentagon is facing extreme challenges in recruiting and retaining troops. How do you like that? I just mentioned that in passing. All you faggots, we might let you back in because we're desperate. All them heteros, they don't want to get killed. They should also remind them that Muslims really hate faggots, so that, you know, that'll, that'll push it through right away. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, Neil. How are yes, you? Yes, sir. When is this? I'm trying to get in on your shorted show today. That's, that's quite a relief for you. I'm Not sure. short enough, but yeah. Um, I just want to make a quick comment about uh, Emerald Coast. I don't know if anybody read that in the paper today. They were closed down yesterday from the health department. Well, that's great. 567 0560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Anybody believe that? No. No. Actually, it's really interesting. We're not going to talk about it. I beg your pardon? It's true, but we're not going to talk about it. Oh, it is true? Mm -hmm. Then why did we have that thing on before? Just to make me look like a jackass? What then? <laughs> oh, man. You have to be kidding me. Nope. Nice job, Adam. You're right on top of it, sweetheart. Anyway, moving right along. WQAM, mm -hmm. hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Listen for your poll, uh, Carmel in California. Carmel, Beautiful. California is a magnificent place. Beautiful city. Right. Another thing, a good thing that came out uh, for Michael Jackson's trial, um, he was so scared yesterday going in, he can go to his plastic surgeon and say, hey, look, that's the shade of white I really want. And by the way, George, if you knew that, how come you didn't tell me that? You just found out? I just found out, and how am I going to tell you, you know, surreptitiously? Facts. Right, well. But then again, you have to stop eating for a minute. No, no, you wouldn't. It's um, <clears throat> not that big a deal. Oh, okay, good. Well, not something we want to talk about. No, and obviously not. that caller, that caller knew it, but obviously just looking to create a problem. We've, mm -hmm. we've got several people out there in the audience, and now that we got our 75-minute delay, it ain't going to happen. Trust me when I tell you. With the racial stuff and the sponsor stuff and all the other little games you want to play, probably coming from across the street. And of course, with the crap they got on here and with the numbers that they have, not it's uh, it's easy to understand why. WQAM, hello. Yeah, can I talk to you? No, no chance. Not with a voice like that. WQIM, hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Neil. Yeah. Um, those, those Omaha steaks, 
Yeah, they're the best. Five six seven oh five sixty. In fact, I'm glad he mentioned that. Mine are going to be showing up this afternoon. <laughs> he must have been sitting on the other guy's lap, you know. He was laughing. So I'm going to do my live spots because naturally we need to get these all in, and uh, the rest of the stuff that's that's uh, you guys' problems. This is that's our engineering department's problems. How to sad that that audio vault stuff? We tried to tell them that a long time ago, way back in the beginning. Remember that? First day, I said, you know, this thing crashes a lot, and it's good to have a spare yeah. in the control room. In fact, in fact I, as ridiculous as it sounds, back in the day of playing carts, at least if you played the carts, no matter how muddy uh, and you can't understand them. Sometimes it would get eaten. Come on, same, uh, right. same But at least you can pretend that uh, you actually ran the spot, as opposed to the audio vault where you can't charge nobody. Twelve minutes past noon at 560 WQM, the home of technical incompetence, and at least we may not be good, but we are consistent. If you're in the market for a new car or truck, we want you to stop by Armstrong Ford of Homestead this week because Ford has offered new discounts and prices right now are well below the market price. Right now at Armstrong Ford, there's financing as low as 0% or rebates of up to six grand, or you can drive away in a brand new Ford and make no payments for six months. The bottom line is when you add the Armstrong Ford discount and the bonus cash incentive from Ford, there's no better time to buy a new Ford than right this moment. So pick up the phone right now and call David Rich. He's the GM at 305-247-5112 and ask him for the Neal deal. They got a deal for you on a brand new Ford just for listening to this show. When you buy from Armstrong Ford or Homestead, you get their exclusive tires and batteries for life program, too. I guarantee you, I'll bet you Adam's life on it. You won't get a better deal on a Ford anywhere in town. No bait and switch, no phony deals. Armstrong Ford or Homestead, they're at 30725 South Dixie Highway, just 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So give David Rich a call, 305-247-5112, and ask David about the Neal deal. Or on the Wicked Web, you can check it at armstrongcars.com. But whatever you do, be sure and stop down this week. Save like never before. Save yourself thousands for driving just a few extra miles at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. Well, the Go ahead and take a break. I beg your pardon, we can actually take a break? That's right. Well, what do you know? When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 560, QA. <laughs> Let's part. I've got my bag of bugs. Telling me and everyone You can't smoke this stuff Now someone please pass me that pipe Got my doctor's permission, that's right Pretty soon when I get the munchies Cookies and milk will be nice That weed makes my pain go I could use some more Oreos And I laugh when I look in the mirror And I'm caught still from my last bone Call me Tina Q. I mean, right, this uh, story is not that big of a deal. But it would have been nice if uh, Adam or somebody in there uh, would have uh, given me a little heads up on that. We could have, like, uh, made adjustments and known of it, et cetera, and so on, right? Yeah, well, whatever. 
Well, no, not well, whatever. It's just typical. It's business as usual in the QM sales department. And let me just say right now, Adam, I just scratched him off the list, too. I always gave him the exception. The only one we got left is my boy Troy, you know what? Yeah. Who didn't get any votes as the worst sportscaster in town. No, he could so do it all. everybody. There ain't nobody who don't like good old Troy. Right. Now, on the other hand, back in the day when we had... Roy. That was a different story. A horse of a different feather. <laughs> Five six seven. I don't have time for calls right now. Okay, we only got an hour and a half, less than an hour and a half to go. This show, it's like somebody stole it from us today. And we're a so, break behind. Well, what do you mean we're a break behind? Why don't you just uh, cram? In other words, you want me to do an extra break? How the hell are we going to do that? I think we'll make it happen. We can take one right now. You're crazy. <laughs> well, that's true, but I'll tell you what. Let's just play spots from now to one forty-five. I'll get out of here. I could go to Woodbine if I knew this was going to happen, which I'm not going. I don't want to lose no more money today. Seriously, what what is this all about? We're a break behind. I thought if you had like that's why I did those two live spots to like open you up like a little Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. Well, yeah, but we we missed a four minute break. I mean, right. So there's two minutes of it right there. We'll farm it out. So whatever. We'll uh, spread we'll, it around. We'll take an extra one. I don't want to get him all uh, bent out of shape. He's obviously got laid last night. He's all whipped up into a frenzy. He thinks maybe it might happen again, but you know. Oh, and speaking of that, this story here. I don't know which was better, the kids throwing up in his Spanish teacher's face or this one. I think this is the jackpot. About the abortionists eating the fetuses. Okay. I just want to say, I was thinking, you know, after I read that thing you sent me, if I ever opened up a restaurant, I would definitely leave a few roaches around a restaurant so that people could smoke them and then work up a healthy appetite. Good plan. Not a good point? Just put a hookah right in the middle of the table. Right. Not quite like a roach, but. Or just a long cube. So everybody could share. I think we'll do the break first, then we'll do the story about the abortionists accused of eating fetuses in Kansas City. <laughs> That's a hysterical story. It, it is, uh, yeah, it's a true story, too. In fact, where is it from? Well, like I said, it might be. No, actually it is. It might be because it's from, like, a marginally reliable source. When it comes to entertainment, we've got the It's another great quote. Neil Rogers, Sports Radio 560. QAM. Okay. 560 QAM and Dodge want you to win a new Dodge Magnum. For more information and to enter, just log on to WQAM.com or go into a participating Dodge dealership. It's the Grand Slam Inning Contest from your South Florida Dodge dealers and Sports Radio 560 QAM. All the crap you can unwrap, all the slime, all the time.
Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. 1225, an hour and 20 minutes away from the Marlin pregame show. You ready for that? All right. I'm ready. I'm ready right now after all this uh, cockeride that's going on. A Kansas City abortionist is out of business after investigators discovered a grisly house of horrors at his clinic with fetuses kept in styrofoam cups in his refrigerator and one employee accusing him of microwaving one and stirring it into his lunch. Oh, I should have done this in the middle of lunch hour. Good for all you dieters out there, all you fat slobs. The unsanitary conditions in Krishna Rajana's clinic prompted legislative approval of new abortion regulations in Kansas, a bill that was vetoed by the governor. Rajana's activities have reportedly been the subject of law enforcement investigations for nearly two years now. He first came to the attention of police in September 2003 when he called the police to investigate alleged employee theft. Detective William Howard of Kansas City Police Department responded, I thought I had heard and seen every vile, disgusting crime scene, but was in for a new shock when I started this investigation, he would say later. Howard turned the matter over to the local DA and three state agencies. Topping the list of horrors was an employee's account that she and other witnesses, Rajana, uh, she and others witnessed Rajana microwave one of the aborted fetuses and stir it into his lunch. As Howard recalled earlier this year when he was testifying before Kansas House Committee. That reminds me of one of those more guilty bits. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, can you imagine what the flavor wave would do with one of those things? Oh, my God. They'd be sensational. Rajana de- denied the accusation, but he did keep fetuses and styrofoam cups in the refrigerator along with food and drink. <laughs> Dr. Rajana lacked personal hygiene, testified Howard. His hair was messy, hands dirty, and his clothing was wrinkled and stained. He put on old used foot booties while we were there. Foot booties. Howard testified the clinic was dark, dingy, had poor lighting, and smelled musty. There were dirty dishes in the break room sink and on the table, trash everywhere, and roaches crawling on the countertops. Boy, they seemed to be everywhere. Howard was afraid to sit down. Howard noted there were no hazardous waste containers anywhere. An employee later testified that Rajana took home all contaminated medical and biohazard waste for residential trash pickup. As for the procedure room, Howard's partner spotted dried blood on the floor and said the room looked nasty. God, nasty. Two dishwashers located next to the staff toilet served as sterilizers, according to employee testimony. <laughs> oh, no. Photographs show the toilet was bloody and functioned as a human waste disposal in the literal sense. On Saturday, the State Board of Hearing Arts voted unanimously to revoke Rajana's license. How do you like that? Cute. Yeah, right there for lunchtime. Some new lunchtime ideas for you. Okay, so I guess what we're going to do is take this other break now. And I apologize profusely, but don't look at me. I got nothing to do with that crap equipment, right? I'm looking at you. Oh, my. I mean, this is, this is beyond embarrassing. Another break already? Well, listen, over here, I told you, it's all spots radio. When it comes to entertainment, it's Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560. My corporate suits and Sony pictures will go up their suit. You're up, Efron. You write like a moron. What swill you dish? Drop that to me a stitch. I hope Agnes Moorhead comes back to life to cast one more spell on you. You know, I don't want to nitpick. We had enough problems with the audio fault and all the other uh, problems we've had today. But I'm looking at our website, and it's, it just dawned on me. We got we got Eric straightened out on the difference between Cheesehead, Tommy Thompson, and Tom Ridge. Mm-hmm. But the uh, big sign on there, the big banner says, starting next week, and it's got the uh, color-coded uh, summer schedule. Oh, he's a little off. 
I beg your pardon? He's a little off, obviously. <laughs> He's a little off, all right. I'd say about 100 pounds. <laughs> wow. Well, that schedule doesn't start next week, okay? We lied. That's just, as usual, we just give you, for no extra charge... A pack of lies. Right, because it's the QAM Joyce and Way. Now, that uh, starts the week after next, because I'm on vacation uh, next week. I just mentioned that. Right. Just in case maybe you had that screwed up on the thing there, too, since you had me off this Friday. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I will be off this Friday. No, you won't. Lori in Baltimore says, she sends a fax and says, First, I'd like to call to everyone's attention to the Baltimore uh, newspaper. Congratulate them for having the chutzpah to publish the Downing Street memo, if only on their editorial page. I don't know how many other mainstream newspapers have published it. I'd be interested to find out. Their site is baltimoresun.com. Secondly, please put Madrid on the poll. Did you put Madrid on there? We did not. I spent 10 days there last year, says Lori, and I'm going back in September. Whoever told George they don't party in Madrid was never there on a weekend. Plus, you can easily take side trips to other interesting places because, unlike Rome, the trains run on time. That is when they don't get blown up, Lori. Sorry. Um, now, Madrid is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. They didn't tell Madrid. me that they don't party there. They just I, said that it's more uh, of this than that. And they don't eat dinner until like 9 or 10 o'clock at night, and then they party till 3 or 4 in the morning every right. night, not just on the weekend. No, I heard just, they don't even start partying till like midnight. And it goes right. Till like that is correct. Madrid is a very late night town. I can't wait to sit in an outdoor cafe looking out at a clean street, watching men with tight T-shirts and no pot bellies, wearing pants that actually fit them, says Lori in Baltimore. P.S. The girls in Madrid are cute, too. Yeah, people there are beautiful. No question All about right. it. Of course, when you spend a lot of time in South Florida and you go to almost anywhere in the world, you think, wow, look at all these beautiful people. What's this all about? <laughs> that is one of those things about being in South Florida. I, I just, I don't get it. What is that all about? Mm. Seriously, like, like here, my God, there are so many beautiful people in the city. It's just phenomenal. And you go to Roma or Barcelona or Amsterdam, or uh, except the Dutch, Amsterdam or uh, anywhere in Germany. You say what you want about the Choymans, man, but they will be beautiful, uh, whether they like it or not. Is that vase? That's right. Here's one that says, crazy. Now, this is another one of these hurricane people. Make no mistake about it. You're not fooling me with this kind of bogus facts. Piling on to poor old FSU. I don't really give a crap about any of them anyway, so you pick on whoever you want. See, it's one thing to be a Gator hater, but FSU, eh. Although, isn't that the first game of the season? It's going to be FSU-Miami, Josh? I don't, yes. Yes, it is. I'm just telling you. I'm not, I'm, it's a rhetorical question. Yes, it is. Craziness at the quarterback position is not a new thing at FSU, says this faxer. Charlie Ward won the Heisman and went on a great career in the freaking NBA, and everyone knows the story of the 57-year-old quarterback, Chris Wenke. Um, I, I don't understand. What does that mean about Charlie Ward? He won the Heisman and went to the NBA, so what does that mean? Uh, yeah, I don't get that either. And everyone knows the story of their 80. How about the Hurricanes 95-year-old quarterback, uh, which I keep forgetting his name, uh, what we talked about last week? You know the one. Testaverde? I, I don't Not know. Not Vinny Testaverde. He's 110 now. This guy was like uh, Gino Toretta. Oh, he okay. looked about 45 years old when he was playing for them. It says the best story of FSU's guy. You, you're laughing? It's true. He looked like an old man. Dan Kendra. You know Dan Kendra? I do. It says he started for the Knowles till the 97 season. He had been scheduled to start 98 until in the off season, the dumb Joyce blew himself up in his dorm room. Now, now, what does that mean? Was he lighting farts or something? What would he do? No, I think he got real huge and became a fullback. Oh, I see. Oh. I thought maybe they meant, like, literally blew himself up, like maybe trying to light farts. That's a college uh, thing. I remember one of my roommates in college, he singed his ass trying to light his farts. I thought it was a grade school thing, personally. No. College. College, you have okay. to have more childhood. We got it out of our way in grade school. The college, uh, Joyce and Way. Story is told like he uh, liked to do this quite often, but the last one got uh, He spent a good deal of time in the hospital, was moved to running back. He was replaced by 62-year-old Mr. Wanky, who's getting uh, older by the minute. 110-year-old Chris Wanky. 
Frankie broke his foot. Frankie's got a broken ankle. Remember that day? I'll never forget it. We're talking about like the end of the world and some punk calls in. Obviously some hurricane there. Some childish UM booster, which I apologize for the redundancy there. Frankie broke his foot. Frankie broke his. It sounded a little like a Prozac Ron now that come right down to it, didn't it? Frankie broke his foot. So let's get that schedule thing straight. Or, or not, whatever. Remember I had the story yesterday about that Canadian kid in, in uh, Pennsylvania? Yes. That guy speaking of Unabamba? Blowing yeah, up? right. Doylestown, Pennsylvania, the mother of that Canadian teenager convicted of bomb threat charges in the U.S. says she's furious, considering an appeal and worried about threats to her family. Annette Bean said yesterday she wants her 15-year-old daughter, Tristan, to leave the U.S. and stay with relatives in Toronto while son Travis faces pre-sentencing evaluations and the family considers how to best clear his name in juvenile court. I'm trying to get Tristan out of the country, but she's a very stubborn girl, she says. We're very headstrong. That's a Newfoundland trait. That's why Travis is not buckling. The family has gotten threatening emails, and Bean said she's concerned about Internet blogs about the case, which ignited emotional debate in Canada and the U.S. after authorities painted the 17-year-old as an angry youth who hates Americans. They're horrific, she said in the web comments. One person even commented on the fact that he passes our street every day. That's really scary. They're talking about Canadians being thrown over Niagara Falls, being tarred and feathered and caned. I don't want Tristan going through this. It's crazy down here. <laughs> That's the line, baby. I love it. It's crazy down here, meaning in the U.S., eh? An appeal on the charges uttering a terrorist threat and possessing incendiary devices must be filed within 10 days, she said. Well, it goes on about but a beep, but a boop, but about the boy's father, Frant, who moved the family to the Philly area in 1997, testified the materials were used to make harmless smoke bombs for fireworks displays and burn a tree stump in the backyard to make way for a fish pond. The stump has been burned and the pot is half constructed, but nobody looked at that. And that being said yesterday, we have a load of people around here all the time as Newfoundlanders do, and we do fireworks by the pool. Prosecutors, while admitting no one saw the youth, scrawled the bathroom message, presented boxes of materials found in search of the Bean House in suburban Buckingham, and said no other conclusion was plausible than the boys' intent to make una bamba, maybe even una bamba grande. Police witnesses and bomb experts said the teenager had most of the elements for a bomb except a large quantity of something to ignite it, like the magnesium thermite he had bought months before. Oh, I got That's that right the material, here. said the defense, that was used on the tree stump. I beg your pardon? I got some magnesium right here. Well, anyway. So there you go. Hey, I hope you got plenty of potassium because that's what killed poor Terry. Mm -hmm. That's what caused him to have to stick that chew in her. I'm going to eat a whole bunch of bananas after the show. Are you really? No. In fact, if you put some ice cream and bananas in a bowl oh, yeah. and fry them up in that uh, flavor wave oven, see, what you got to do is freeze you melt that in first, there. then you get some bananas in right? Stop with the ice cream, okay? Enough of the ice cream crap already. Best vacation spot. This pool, I, I guess we got all the cities on there that we need to have. And, of course, uh, let's face it, like we said before, it's the middle of June. Anybody that really understands where a good time is is not home right now anyway in Florida. Best vacation spot in the world is, what did I tell you? Vegas has already moved into first place. We gave everybody a head start, and it still makes no difference. Vegas 72, Honolulu 71, and Vegas will pull away in the stretch. New York 56, Rome 51, Amsterdam 50. See on the dam rack. See near that damn square. Paris 37, Florence 20. There's this incredible restaurant there with a hummingbird eggs. It's fabulous. Hmm. Not like uh, a penis. Florence 20, Chicago 20, Barcelona 18, London 15, Boston 13. Boston ain't that bad. The guy that called before, he just wishes it was like it we used to be. We wish a lot of things would be like it used to be like us. But guess what? Ain't going to happen. L.A. 9. Why? What is that? L.A. 9? Hmm. Or New Orleans 8, San Diego 7, Carmel, California 5, Victoria, B.C. 5, Cologne, Germany 3, Berlin 2, and Madrid so far. Just went under, but it's got the big, oh! which I don't understand. It's a fine, fine place. You will like Madrid. 
Hey, for years you've heard me talk about Dry Concepts, the best carpet cleaning company in the universe. But if you know about their carpet cleaning, wait till you know about all the other great things they do for you. Dry Concepts can save you hundreds, even thousands of dollars in other areas. They specialize in drapery cleaning, upholstery and leather furniture restoration, mattress cleaning to get rid of those annoying dust mites forever, and water damage too. Dry Concepts can also clean and restore your tile and grout quickly and efficiently as well. And they'll do the same spectacular job for you there that they've been doing on your carpets and my carpets for over 20 years now. Dry Concepts professional staff is always looking to serve you with the most advanced cleaning systems available. So when it comes to cleaning and restoring those carpets, area rugs, oriental rugs, or upholstery, there's only one place to call, and that's Dry Concepts. And don't forget, during the month of June, take advantage of Dry Concepts tile and grout special. It's going on right now. For more information, call from Dade, Brown, and the Palm Beaches, toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071, or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. When it comes to sports... We're the authority. Sports Radio 560. QAM. Push. 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 Well, he's a presidential son who doesn't have to run. No one else is going to win. He might as well just move right in. Sing He has a golden spoon. He was born with up his ass. So look out, all you Jews. Woo! Get ready for the gas. He's a Tallahassee nasty. Oh, hey. he'll give our civil rights to whammy. On the Martin Borman Show, let's see, here's the facts. It says, listen, you talk about the governor and the president. This comes to mind. I thought that our elected leaders were there to serve the will of the people. Where would you get that from, Joseph? <laughs> so why is it that when the people strongly support stem cell research, two to one, the president threatens to veto it? If it was because he wants to use the money to rebuild our roads, infrastructures, health care, and so on, maybe he'd have a case. But it's only because, he says, life starts at conception. I thought religion and politics were supposed to remain as separate as possible. Again, you better wake up. This is like a guy that's like Rip Van Winkle. Right. Most people don't want the Social Security reform, destruction the president's trying to pass. That doesn't matter either. Now you're getting it. The people voted to have gambling in the paramutuals in South Florida. The governor is trying to do everything to stop it. The people voted for reduced class size, but the governor has no plans to make it happen. That's your fat-ass governor. These politicians got to twist it around. No, they don't. They got it just the way they want it. And you want to know why they do it? Why? Because they can. It says they're there for the people, not the other way around. You're the one that's got it backward. When the hell did that start? No, who's being naive? Many of, uh, many of them use public office to make crooked deals like Halliburton, pass their own agendas, and screw the people. Why do I vote? Excellent question. I don't know, because your vote probably ain't going to get counted anyway, because it's the American effing way, man. The American joicing way, excuse me. But you hang in there, Joseph, because uh, you keep talking like that, you will be hanging. 
Not in there, just hanging pretty soon. In fact, Bill Fisk says that if you come down to Tennessee, he might just lynch your ass. Here's one that says Andorra, and specifically Andorra La Vella, is a paradise to visit. A small principality north of Barcelona in the Pyrenees. Andorra La Vella. I have no idea what that is. It says ranks right up there with Mykonos. Well, we better put Mykonos it's on the border there, of Spain and France. It's the world's smallest country. Uh, what's that? Andorra, Andorra La Vella? Yeah, Andorra. Mykonos is one of those geek, uh, Greek islands. Yes, and, of course, you know who goes there. Yay. Mykonos. I'm told it's beautiful in Mykonos. They're in the Greek. I mean, it's a part of Greece. I had a Greek salad for lunch. How do you like that? I beg your pardon? I had a Greek salad for lunch. From totally. Well, there you go. Fits right in. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. It'll slide right down. Wait till you hear this. Talk about, and I, I promised no more Jackson stuff today. Why? You know, I don't, I don't know why I say that, but it seems just like Friday to me today. All day long, it has felt just like Friday. It does you know, feel a little Friday, feel? but it's not. It does feel very much like Friday. I'm sure it is. Friday, June 17. I'm looking at my watch right now. I'm watching it. This story is enough to just, although it's not going to happen. Will the Jackson family's trials play in prime time as a Horatio Algeres saga of overcoming adversity and scandal? That's how a TV project featuring Michael Jackson and some of his relatives is being pitched to some broadcast and cable outlets. Sources said that a handful of networks were contacted last week before Monday's announcement of his acquittal about a prospective six-episode reality series revolving around the Jackson clan. Sources said the show would uh, have to buy a lot of Vaseline for that show, wouldn't they? Sure. Sources said the show was positioned as offering a portrait of the famous family and a behind-the-scenes look at how parents Joe and Catherine and Michael Jackson's eight brothers and sisters rallied around their brother following his indictment by prosecutors in November 2003. Sources said the pitch emphasizes the Jackson Brood's efforts to rehab their public image after the intense scrutiny of Michael Jackson and his highly unusual lifestyle during the trial that made headlines around the world. And, of course, they could probably intersperse a few comments from some of his siblings like... That damn faggot. I can't stand it. Yeah, that would be good. Kind of reinforce that image, right? Mm-hmm. Sources said the project has been shopped around to TV outlets, including Fox, ABC, and A&E, by Darnell Sutton. Oh, we can all learn to spell with Darnell, who is described as a Jackson family friend and the Endeavor Talent Agency. Sources familiar with the proposal said the pitch suggests the family's got at least some footage of their activities during the trial already in the can, speaking of Greek. Though it's unclear how many family members have agreed to appear on camera should the show land a network home. And while celebrity reality programs have been all the rage in recent years, the level of interest in the Jackson family among major TV outlets is questionable. Industry insiders say questionable at the best and dubious at least. Absolutely correct, sir. Right. Oh, look at that. Here's more of that, the soccer crap. Boy, what a bunch of rowdy lunatics, you know? Uncivilized barbarians. Russia and U.S. blocked NATO call for probe into Uzbek massacre, says a report. Again, here we go again. Because mm-hmm. that's our buddies over there. That's our stool pigeons. That's, that's our, uh, you know, our puppets. Our cronies. Russia and the U.S. reportedly blocked NATO last week from calling for an international probe in last month's clashes in Uzbekistan, in which hundreds of people were believed to be killed. U.S. officials at a meeting of defense ministers from, the, from NATO... Russia and Ukraine discussed violence toward Darfur, the Washington Post reported. A closing statement said security issues in Central Asia, including Uzbekistan, had also been discussed without further details. Britain and other European uh, countries had pressed for NATO to include in the final statement a demand for an international investigation of the May 13th massacre in the Ubek city of Andijan, but they were stopped by Russia and the U.S. Human rights groups say hundreds of people, many of them unarmed demonstrators, were killed as troops opened fire in Andijan and the rebel seized government buildings. Uzbekistan's authorities have put the official death toll at 173, probably much more. According to the Washington Post sources, the U.S. delegation at the NATO meeting, which included Hermann Göring Rumsfeld and State Department officials, disagreed over the proposed call to investigative action. 
Defense officials prevailed over the State Department view that a probe was in order by arguing that an investigation could compromise U.S. access to that military base in Uzbekistan they said was crucial to the fight against international terrorism. Everything, that's the excuse for everything. Terror, we're fighting terror, international war terror. terror. War, 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 war. Russia war. argued against the probe by saying that the antigen incident had been inspired by Afghanistan. Likely story. So there you go. It just keeps mounting and mounting. Even the Royal Canadian Mounties have never seen so much mounting, okay? Even Kathy Willits never saw so much mounting. Good. Go and speak out of that. What a segue. Thank you. This is incredible. By the way, we're all caught up now, right? Yes. Is that inc- Did I do a job or what? Huh? Fine job. And, and under enormous pressure because we got 15 minutes less today. I mean, ordinarily, if we had the full four hours, we could have done that like falling off a log, right? Mm-hmm. But today we were under enormous pressure like uh, when in doubt, squeeze them out. And the response, too. I've tried telling the audience that when you work at QA and we're here for only one reason, okay? Spots. Right. Because spots mean money, and just like the sign on the wall says, just give us the Joyce and money. That's it. Blonde porn star, political candidate, and now you can add one more line to Mary Carey's resume, Republican booster. We all knew Harry Carey. Here comes Mary Carey, a porn star who's a Republican booster. Sounds a little uh, contradictory, don't it? A boobster? A boobster. Kerry was in Washington this week to attend the President's Dinner, an annual fundraiser put on by the National Republican Congressional Committee and the National Republican Senatorial Committee. A few hours before the dinner, Kerry met with reporters to show off her evening gown and talk about a Republican lunch she and her boss, adult film executive Mark Kulkas, attended. I met a lot of nice people, Kerry said, at lunch where presidential advisor Carl Rove spoke. I met some people who talked about helping me with donating money to my next campaign. She plans to run for lieutenant governor of California next year as an independent, but her trip to Washington has swayed Kerry's political leanings. She says she's been a Republican for a couple of days. <laughs> oh, no. Anyone expecting her to cause a scene with her retire at the president's dinner might be disappointed. She was wearing a black floor-length gown. The only color added to the outfit was her red, white, and blue Republican elephant lapel pin and similarly patriotic fingernails. Ain't that sweet, huh? In other words, she'll go to any party that like. She's a whore, and she Yeah, knows. she's a whore. Well, there you go. Speaking of the flag, this is just so old and tired, man. It is so old and tired, like some people I know. The Senate may be within one or two votes of passing a constitutional amendment to ban desecration of the U.S. flag. They just won't stop. No. Clearing the way for ratification by the states, a key component of the measure said uh, yesterday. It's scary close, said Terry Schroeder of the ACLU, who opposed the amendment. People think it's something that's never going to happen. The reality is we're very close to losing this battle. Congress regularly has debated the issue since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned a Texas flag desecration law in 1989 and its own Flag Protection Act the next year. But until now, it's failed to muster the two-thirds vote needed in both House of Representatives and the Senate before states try to ratify the measure. This is exactly, with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now, this is what we need is a constitutional amendment to ban flag desecration. Next week, the House will vote on the amendment for a seventh time. If history is a guide, it will pass for a seventh time. That's when the spotlight switches to the Senate, where the amendment has always died. But this time could be different. Amendment supporters say last year's election expanding the Senate Republican majority to 55 has buoyed their hopes for passage. Five freshman senators, Richard Burr of North Carolina, no relation to Raymond Burr, Tom Coburn of Oklahoma, Jim DeMint of South Carolina, John Thune of South Dakota, and David Vitter of Louisiana, all these right-wing zealots, voted for the amendment as House members and plan to do so again in the Senate. The framers of the U.S. Constitution made it, made it very difficult to amend their work. The documents had only 27 amendments in 217 years. To become law, an amendment must win two-thirds majorities in both the House and Senate. Then three-fourths or 38 of the 50 states must ratify it. If enough states don't act within seven years of passage by Congress, the amendment dies and the process must be started again. I'm dying out of here. That's the kind of important work that your Congress is feverishly working at while they're busy ducking the uh, anti-lynching bill. 
Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. Oh, we don't want to sign on to that. Might piss off our constituents, okay, our good old boy constituents, just like that killing guy there in Mississippi. I can't believe you haven't seen Mississippi burning. Why? You should have a yearning to see Mississippi burning. Okay? No, you it's might been be on cable a million something. times. I've avoided well, yeah, it. So what does that mean? Uh, what, I know how it ends. What's the point I'm going to have to buy it. Send it to you. No. Why not? You won't watch it? I have no interest. You have no interest? I know all about the story. I saw you a documentary on it. You uh, no saw the story. It was a terrible, terrible tragedy. I think those guys that they, um, the were Jews. I don't see... <clears> I think you're being anti-Semitic. A dramatization of events that I know all okay, about. Okay, so in other words, you have about as much interest in that as I do in Schindler's List. No, Schindler's List seat was a good movie. Now we're even. Hey, hey, Mississippi Burning was a great movie. All right, I'll watch Mississippi Burning if you watch Schindler's List. No. I'll see. We're even. You know, IRS problems, tax problems, have got a way of destroying all aspects of your life. They take a toll on you financially, physically, emotionally, all of these things. All of these things. They come back every morning when you wake up in a cold sweat. CPA Jamie Buckwald and the Buckwald Tax Firm will help end your IRS problems forever and give you back some peace of mind, which is why other top CPA and law firms are for their clients, too. The Buckwald Tax Firm, when they have problems with the unctuous IRS. I think I need a sip of soda, you know. Why not avoid potential criminal prosecution? Get a law and file tax returns prepared, even if you lost all your records. Now, maybe you've got an IRS lien, a wage levy, or payroll taxes and penalties. Maybe you'd like to settle for thousands less than you owe, need time to pay. Whatever your situation, the Buckwall tax firm, these are the people to turn to to get some help. They offer you a free, no-obligation consultation, affordable and guaranteed fees, and immediate relief from IRS harassment, if not much sooner. And best of all, you don't even have to go to those IRS meetings because the Buckwall tax firm handles all meetings and discussions. Call them today. 954-575-2800. Get the IRS monkey off your back. Whether you owe ten grand, a million dollars, anything in between the IRS taxes, the Buckwall Tax Firm will help you out. Call them today for that free consultation or visit them on the web at irsfreedom.com and stop fretting about the IRS knocking down your front door. 954-575-2800. When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Scott Burrell. And when I'm up in Boca Tiga slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers 1 to 2 hour. Yeah, I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers Iron Balance 1 to 2 hour. I said, do 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 do
Right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doy, doy, doy. 104 at 560 WQM. We got a ball game coming up, boys and girls. Woo, if it's not right in Chicago, it wouldn't make any difference anyway. Because we only got the pregame show. 145 to pregame, and then, of course, the uh, Marlins at the Cubs 220. Marlins on deck at 145. How come it's on for, thir- not that I'm complaining, 35 minutes? Doesn't that seem like a strange amount of time? That's right. They've got plenty of pregame. Well, good. In fact, uh, I think starting at 1.30 sounds even better to me. We can get all the spots right. in. Yeah, we could. Starting right now. Mad Dogs after the ball game until 7 o'clock, and then uh, Geldy at 7 o'clock tonight. Ah. Wow. And uh, Eddie K at 10 o'clock tonight. I see Geldy on Friday morning's schedule. <laughs> That'll be enough to make me go on vacation, you know what? <laughs> A recall petition drive against Mayor James E. West of Spokane over that gay sex scandal can proceed, a judge has ruled. Benton County Superior Court Judge Craig Matheson threw out two of the recall allegations against West. However... The allegation that West improperly offered city jobs to many men in gay online chat rooms should be put before the voters, the judge said. The recall campaign was launched by Spokane resident Shannon Sullivan, who had said she began the effort after finding herself at loss to explain newspaper reports of West's alleged behavior to her son. West lawyers had argued that Sullivan's petition should be dismissed as factually and legally insufficient. Attorney William F. Edder said he would consult with West about appealing the remaining recall charge to the state Supreme Court. We respectfully disagree with that one charge going forward, Edder said. The Spokesman Review newspaper last month published allegations that West, a former GOP state Senate majority leader who long opposed gay rights, sought out young men on a gay website and offered them gifts, favors, and jobs at City Hall. It doesn't say what kind of jobs, and of course, George would be upset if we said it. It also said the two men accused him of molesting them when he was a sheriff's deputy and Boy Scout leader in the early 70s and 80s. West 55 acknowledged having relations with adult men and visiting the website, but denied the molestation allegations. Sullivan now must collect more than 12,000 signatures in six months to put the recall on the ballot. I promise I will get those signatures, an emotional Sullivan told reporters outside the courtroom. Matheson heard the case as a visiting judge because Spokane County judges recused themselves, citing West's previous work as a sheriff's deputy and his long involvement in local government and politics. 5670560. We can squeeze a few calls in here between now and 145, right? Start squeezing. We don't have any, but we could squeeze some in. 5670560. And <clears throat> pound 560 and leave a rise and sing it a wireless line. Best vacation city in the world is. Give a little tip to some of your friends out there, or maybe give a bad tip to them. Tell them like to go to Schenectady and see if they have a good time there. Tell them to go like to Lockport would be good. Ooh. Yeah. Or maybe just downtown Buffalo. That'll get even with them. Las Vegas in first place with 86, Honolulu 75, followed by New York, Amsterdam, Rome, Paris, etc., and so on. I don't think we're going to get any calls in this last hour. In oh, fact, I'm looking at this like that. Very concerned. Of course, that whole last hour was an abortion. You know, I, I just feel like we've been sabotaged. Don't let me forget tomorrow morning mm-hmm. when a certain somebody comes in. You fairy. Just, just, oh, that one? What? Yeah, that one. Just, just to go absolutely apeshmit about this thing with Adam. I mean, that. How oh, Adam popped just, in. Yeah, and said. Bada boop, bada beep. Yeah, well, bada boop, bada beep, back at you, okay? Bada boop, bada beep in your nose. He said, we're fine. No, we're not fine. fine. I don't want to get blindsided with crap, okay? Jesus Christ, one thing about those people, how could they be selling radio when they know nothing about communicating? I don't know. The biggest bunch of... And and, and you know what else I'm thinking? I'm glad that this came up again, some half-assed way. The interesting part about the sales department as it's constituted right now is that the overwhelming majority of the accounts that these people have They've inherited from somebody else. They didn't sell them. Somebody else sold them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. He didn't sell that account. He inherited from somebody else. I don't want to mention Brian Schmutz. But, and we could go down the whole list, and maybe with a couple of exceptions, of course, not to mention the ones they've already blown off Berkeley, but that's another story in Skippy. It, it, it is a, an industry disgrace, the kind of slacking that goes on in that place. Disgrace. And I say it with a heavy face. WQAM, Hello. 
Neil. I'd like to take some mace and shoot an Adam's hey, face. Yeah. yeah, okay, back to you. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, uh, listen, um, I don't know why no one's mentioned uh, San Francisco. It's a beautiful city to to. You ferry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate to admit it also. Uh, I came here before I moved from San Francisco to Florida for vacation. Yeah. And I stood to the beach, and it wasn't that bad. But after I moved here, I... Then you realized you made a bad mistake. I really, oh, listen, also for your salespeople, maybe you should give them some uh, Glen Gary leaf. Yeah, maybe I should give them something like that. Cause, and no coffee for them. Coffee's for closers. Like I've always said, right. you guys couldn't close the door, even if you had assistance. So he said, bada beep, bada boop, huh? That was his answer. He said he just had just found out about it, and by that time it was too late. Yeah, your yeah. mama. That's my comment to you, Adam. Your mama. You can't complain about the service that these guys do because it's not in their vocabulary. Although he's usually, you know, he's usually the exception, and now he's let me down. Right before vacation, no less, just to make sure that I'm a real sour frame of mind for the summertime. Thanks a lot, Adam. The one guy that we thought we could count on, good old Adam, you know? Solid as a rock. A rock solid. That's the guy. And he comes to beep, bada boo, you like that. What kind of an answer is that? Bada beep, bada boop. WQAM, hello. How about Miami? I'm dying over Sucks. Here. Yeah, you're dying all right. Weak. WQAM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I know it's already on there. I'm driving it for a living out here. I'd vote for Seattle and maybe shameless request to kill some good time. Smells like updog. Uh, I just played that the other day. It's ponderous. Boring. See, some of the bits are good enough to play like almost every day, but that's that's like a once a month kind of a thing. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes. Oh, yeah. See, uh, how many times have I said that? If we let the audience dictate the stuff that we play, they, they, it's like records. It's the same thing right. that audiences did on music stations for years and years. Request the same song over and over, and then by the time you got through hearing it for the 45 millionth time, you want to kill somebody. You know, I think that's why I hate James Taylor. I don't really care about his music that much one way or the other, but just if I hear Fire and Rain one more time, I will kill somebody. WQAM, hello. I'm dying over here. Yeah, sounds like it. WQAM, hello. Yellow Neil. Yes, sir. I've been around many places in the world. It's probably one of the best cities to go on vacation in. Hanawanda, New York. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, Buffalo. Mm -hmm. See, there's another clown. Mm -hmm. And you know something? You'd fit in there perfect like a glove right in somebody's... Rectum. Yeah, like a proctologist's glove. He sounds like somebody, a Tonawandan, you know? I was thinking be a little more specific, like North Tonawanda. That's my favorite. Or how about Cheektowaga? Or, or even better than that, how about Depew? After you finish at Buffalo Raceway in Hamburg, how about Depew? Man, I'll tell you, Buffalo really is. It is the anus of the universe. I thought that was here. No. Uh, Fl Florida is uh, the one thing. All the knocks you can make on Florida, any part of Florida. But, man, it just shines. It rises to the top compared to Buffalo. Buffalo is like the most grotesque, the most disgusting and the weather sucks, too, you know? It's just, just a horrible place. So let's all go to Rochester and sniff the lilacs. What do you say? Oh! Let's get on that ferry and go across Lake Ontario. You ferry. Twelve minutes after one, a guy that said Rochester, I'm afraid, was serious. Well, you know, maybe he's just he's just not a party kind of animal, you know? He likes it kind of quiet. He wants to go to Cobbs Hill and sniff the uh, pansies. When you're shopping for shoes, comfort and fit and price, those are the three ingredients that it's all about. All of these things. So get yourself over to Brandy's Shoes for the most comfortable fit in your favorite style of shoes. Brandy's carries a humongous selection of all the top brands in the shoe business. No off-brands. They carry the top names like Rockports and Floresheim and Echo and Mephisto, New Balance, SAS, and more. And Brandy's professional shoe fitters will make sure you got a perfect customized fit of your favorite comfort shoe every time. Ask for Arnie. He'll make sure you get a perfect fit. 
The bros or the pros at Brandy's understand fit and comfort because after 25 years of serving South Florida, they're still a family business. They give you personal, friendly service, so it's worth a trip from just about anywhere in town. For comfort, style, fit, value, and selection, it's always Brandy Shoes at 1290 North Federal Highway in Papado Beach. Open Monday through Saturday till 9 and Sundays till 5. And just in time for Father's Day, Floorshine, New Balance, Spurry, and Rockport's selected men's styles all on sale right now and all this week at Brandy. So get yourself into the store or do your shoe shopping on our website at brandyshoes.com. When it comes to sports, we're the authority. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Those people are ice holes. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind, the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. She brought the gentle, relaxing sounds of jazz onto the pop charts. God, like the 80s weren't dull enough. She was Sade. Oh, yeah, that's smooth, all right. Oh, man, this is music to come out of the sauna, too. Damn, Sade, could you wrap it up a little, girlfriend? Nice one, you freaking moron. What were you, drunk, butt munch? No, no, I'm, I was listening to Sade. What? Oh, all right, that one, yeah. Oh, jeez, I didn't mean to yell at you, mister. Oh, uh, that's all right. Uh. Hey, you get out of the room. Oh, man, are they asleep? What going on? Come on. Sade. If they won't refill your Xanax, she'll freaking do. It's a big, juicy, sobbing wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. They had me record this part before I fell asleep. 118 at 2 a.m. Rush Limbaugh's attorney asked the judge today for copies of the conservative commentator's sealed medical records so he can provide a list of privileged information that should not be turned over to prosecutors investigating Limbaugh's drug use. The state attorney's office said the records contain information that Limbaugh illegally purchased prescription painkillers and engaged in doctor shopping or illegally deceiving multiple doctors to receive overlapping prescriptions. Limbaugh now wants to review the records before investigators and wants to develop a log of those that would be relevant to the criminal investigation, said his attorney Roy Black. Many of these things in these records deal with medical procedures, symptoms that are potentially embarrassing for my client, Black told a judge during a court hearing. They deal with intimate matters. Uh-oh. What could that be? Uh, no. It's enough to leave me limp, you know? I got where you're going. Assistant State Attorney James Mart said investigators want to review all the records because the alleged criminal conduct spanned years and they could find evidence of a pattern or additional wrongdoing. The state should not have to, in the middle of a criminal investigation, do business with a target of a criminal investigation, Mart said. He said the state's attorney should be allowed to review the records at the same time as Limbaugh's attorneys. We'd just like the opportunity to tell you why the piece is important before the court excludes it, Mart said. Circuit Judge Thomas Barkdahl noted that the 4th District Court of Appeal ruled that prosecutors could only have records covered by the warrants, which dealt with the prescription drug allegations. He gave no indication after the 30-minute hearing on when he would rule, but he denied another motion by Black to return the records to Limbaugh. How do you like that? So the whole thing is in limbo. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. Hey, I got a message for our sales department. That's my message. Double talk. Oh, by the way, uh, nice job by uh, Todd Reck there, too, on that situation. That's still lingering. Yeah, that's still lingering. Oh, please. Yeah. You see, they know the schedule. They know after Friday, I'm on vacation the following week, then it's the summer schedule. So it's, a, it's just kind of like, well, if we just avoid it long enough, then it'll all just uh, right. you know, get off our ass. That's it'll right. all just, uh, you know, we can continue faking our way along, you know. We will have collected our money, and then it won't matter. I mean, how is it possible just to have no conscience, no follow-through, no, no nothing? 
What do you Nothing. mean? How is it possible? Yeah. Ought to be used to it by now. Gee, no, no I, can't, I can't relate to it. I mean, you know, I'm not that I have such a great conscience, like, uh, but it just, it would be like somebody called in sick all the time because they had a sniffle or a hangnail or just because they could do it, you know? Mm-hmm. God almighty. But at any rate, nothing changes. Wait till you hear this. Coral Gables, which is known for revolutionary progressiveness, <laughs> not. Drivers lacking coins may now use cell phones to feed parking meters in the Gables, purportedly the first city in the U.S. to offer such a service, Great. eh? I was wondering when that was going to start. The automated system allows drivers who subscribe to simply dial from their cell phone, punch in the number assigned to their parking spot and the required cost, plus a 25-cent usage fee, oh, and they'll be billed on their credit card. Hate that usage fee. When leaving, subscribers call back and end the billing cycle. Well, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, suppose you called in to end the billing cycle, and then you kept your card there another three hours. How do they know that? I guess they don't. Oh. The Miami suburb began offering this system this month on its 4,573 meters. So far, more than 250 people have subscribed. It's innovative, said Mari Molina, executive director of the Gables Business Improvement District. People come down and they start meandering and they forget about their parking meters, and we certainly don't want them to get parking tickets. Oh, God forbid. It took Cameron Seraf six and a half minutes to enroll by entering his credit card, email, license plate, and telephone number. It's pretty cool, you have a medical student said him, regretting the fortune he might have made had he invented the service. I actually thought of that a while ago. Why didn't they let you pay by phone? He didn't do it. Payment, the Toronto-based company that offers the service... Emails users copies of their transactions, plus allows subscribers to track their usage online. This service already is being used at several locations in Ontario and British Columbia. Oh, man, are we progressive or what, eh? Yes. You bet. Even when being used by payment users, meters without sufficient coinage will still continue to flash their expired signal. Oh, parking enforcement officers use a wireless handheld device to identify which cars are using the system. Oh, see, there's the answer to my question. There you go. There could be some minor impact to the number of parking tickets we issue, said William Carlson, the city's parking director. But I think the service to the public far outweighs that. So it starts flashing, like, expired, like all kinds of lights go off and fireworks, things like that. Just to make sure you don't cheat the system. 5670560, we got the Marlins pregame. Now, why I, Why am I asking why, you know, the story of this missing really? chicken Aruba? This is the, the missing person du jour. Right. Well, she's cute is why. That's why. She's white. She's, she's from Alabama with a banjo on her right. knee. She's from a nice white bread state. I see. So it's either a Chandra Levy or it's um, uh, Jennifer, uh, the runaway bride. And now right. it's this one. Mm-hmm. And this how one's many, especially good because... How many thousand missing people do you think there are in the U.S. right now? About 30,000. probably a lot more than that. Little kids, old sure. kids, old uh, feeble people that are like lost, wandering around. Right? Of course. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. Getting some important calls between now and pregame time at one forty five. Oh! WQAM, hello. Neil, this is yeah. uh, Veggie from Boca. Yes, sir. Veggie from Boca, voice in the past. Yes. I'm having a hard time hearing you in Lake Worth. Yeah. Now, so what would you we... like me to do, Veggie? Then listen online. I can't. I can't do that when I'm in my car. Well, you, want me, you want me to talk louder? Is that what I do it? Just a little How's this? And tell those, tell those Cubans over there to stop uh, bleeding in. You know, oh, I see. That's what it is. And now nah, we don't care about that. Get lost. Veggie from Boca, your day is up, okay, mister? Your time is up. You were a voice from the past. I would do all that stuff. But just uh, always complaining. That's why I hate it about him the most. Right? Yeah. We don't give a crap about Lake Worth. How do you like that? People in Lake Worth, uh, you know, they, they don't count. So what are we going to do about it? Oh, I heard that. Yeah, exactly. What am I supposed to do about it? It's raining too much. Yeah. I'm not making enough money. Lunch sucked yesterday. 
Hey, Veggie, it sure was a pleasure hearing from you. Not. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, Maybe it's too late for your poll, but uh, I think that nobody mentioned the island of Santorini in Greece. Mentioned what? Santorini. Santorini? Si. What is that? It's an island of Greece. Although it sounds Italian, but it's one of the most beautiful Santorini. places. Santorini. Okay. It does sound Italian. Oh, it does, it does, but it's not. It's Greek. Okay. Oh, gee, so don't say that. So, you go around, I know you go around all the time. Please stop by. Okay, I'll stop by and see you in Santorini. Sounds like a weenie. Uh, 125, yeah. we got that pregame show, so we better get those spots in, John. When it comes to God. Baby, launch a couple missiles. Absolutely. Toward a place we know. And aim a matter fella. Whose first name begins with O. There's one thing we all understand. Al-Qaeda won't be finished until we blow up Pakistan. We could chase them around forever with our tanks and all our troops. But special forces are so tired of jumping through them hoops. You know we need another plane So let's cut out all the nonsense And go blow up Pakistan Yes, yes, yes Al-Qaeda needs a nuclear tank right Why don't we stop pussyfoot And go blow up Pakistan what he really meant to say was, why don't we stop... Putin. Yeah, tap Putin. 132, and the reason I play that is because it just dawned on me that... Did you see the story yesterday about where Iran has been getting their nuclear uh, technology and equipment and stuff from? Yes, or... The Pakis. Sure. Our good friends, the Pakis. Another one of those great democracies. <laughs> Alleged al-Qaeda kingpin Abu Faraj al-Libi has not provided information to Pakistani interrogators that could lead them to Osama Yamama president, Pervert Musharraf said this week. Al-Libi, Al-Qaeda's alleged number three man, who was accused of masterminding two assassination attempts against Musharraf, was captured after a shootout with Pakistani agents in the country's northwest on May 2th. He was later transferred to U.S. custody, and he spent a lot of his time since then peeing in his pants. No, he didn't give any information that he still hasn't about bin Laden's whereabouts, Musharraf said of Al-Libi in an interview with the ANP, but he did divulge a lot of information, which led to the arrest and apprehension, I think, of 14 other individuals, he said. Despite being Pakistan's most wanted man, Al-Libi was deported to the U.S. recently amid expectations he'll be grilled on the whereabouts of bin Laden, who's assumed to be hiding near the Pakistan-Afghan border. As a matter of fact, the story they had on yesterday suggested that uh, Osama Yamama might be hiding in Iran. Did you see that? How about that? Yeah, Iran, as fast as I can, and here I am, is what he said. Well, how do you like that? Here's a fax from Mark in Cleveland who says, Don't forget, in 13 minutes, we got the pregame uh, show for the Marlins. There's the music. All right. The boys are back in uh, Chicago. Mark says, I'm so tired of hearing uh, about Rush Limbaugh and his bullshit. I love how the Sean Hannity's and Bill O'Reilly's of the world would say, poor Rush had such terrible back pain he needed relief. Funny, though, every time I see that fat windbag on TV, he's on the golf course. Kind of like O.J. with the bad knees. Somebody with such terrible back problems would not and could not play golf. Love your show. See you at Northfield Park. Not, says Mark in Cleveland. Have a great life, Mark. I do you like that? He's got a... Uh, Back problem. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, Had a pill problem, oh. man, and of course they just cover it all up. Just, just like Bill O'Reilly with the uh, the mouth breathing, you know? Everything with the right wingers, it's just, uh, you know, they just give it a licking and schmearing, and that's the end of it. They're licking it and they're schmearing it. 
Here's the poll, poll results so far. Best vacation city in the world is, I don't know, maybe they just uh, haven't been anywhere, these people. The, ones, the people are the traveling people. They're somewhere now. Traveling, I would imagine. That's right. They're traveling men and women and people, others. Best vacation city in the world. I mean, what did we say? Vegas. We gave everybody a head start, and they still couldn't catch Vegas. I mean, you know, South Florida likes to say we're the sun and fun capital of the world. Well, maybe the sunshine once in a while in the summertime when it's not like pouring and tornadoes and hurricanes, stuff like that. But fun? Uh, no. Las Vegas, 96, Honolulu, 82, New York, 68, not no mo. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to New York if they paid me by the second. Really? No. I've no desire to go back there. Haven't been there in years and will not go back anytime soon. Amsterdam, 59, Rome, 58. Just don't go to the uh, European cities in August. That's my suggestion to you, especially Rome, because everybody leaves town. Plus, it's 180 degrees in the shade, and, man, it smells bad. One, the only knock I would give you on Rome is that... It's filthy. It's a filthy city because yeah. it is, it's so polluted. First of I all, you've got all those old buildings, and mm-hmm. secondly, it looks even worse when there's, like, all that pollution and smog in here, all the vehicles, and it's just it's, uh, not, not the cleanest city in the world. Hmm. Paris, 43. Unlike Vegas, of course, which you could eat off the streets, and they make damn sure. Believe you me, uh, nobody drops any other uh, stuff on the street in Vegas right. because, uh, hey, uh, it's like Rome world. 58, Paris 43. Go to Paris, see the frogs, have a good time. Florence 24, Firenze, Chicago 23, London 20, Barcelona 20, Boston 13, Nolens 10. Hey, go there. <laughs> San Diego, L.A. both have nine. I, I'll take San Diego. I've never been there. Might be interesting, huh? Okay. I've heard they have great seafood. Carmel, California 8, Madrid 6, Victoria, B.C. 5, Cologne, Germany 4, Mykonos 2, Andorra, Andorra 2, Berlin 2, and Seattle 1. Uh, Seattle's only got one? After all this rave, well, you know. Uh, who, who the hell has been there? Well, He's not only there. that, but I mean, probably most people, if they had their choice or if they've been around, uh, you know, even if I had been in Seattle and liked it a lot, I certainly wouldn't vote for it as compared to these other places on mm-hmm. here. See what I'm saying? I know. It's not a knock on Seattle. The fact that it's on our list, we give them uh, a big kiss, whatever. I guess we better do that break, huh? Otter. I, I feel like today we've like, I don't know. Somewhere along the line, we, we the, the rails came off the tracks today. Yeah, when the audio sure vault went down huh? on the fritz, I would imagine. Was that what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. Put us all well, The on. audio vault went on the fritz. Now, is that Brad Fritz or uh, Randy Fritz? Nikki Fritz. Oh. 56705. What am I giving the numbers? We're not taking, well, it kills a couple of seconds. <laughs> just force a habit, baby. I'm just so excited that, A, we got this pregame show 145, and, B, tomorrow's Thursday already. Oh! You know what number that brings to my mind? What, 12? Two. Dose. Don't get a dose now. It brings dose to my mind. Due. Twee. As the ducks say, twee. In fact, most of them ought to climb up. In fact, maybe that's where they came from. I f***ed them out! See here. I ain't never said no. I'm getting very annoyed. About these saying doys. I ain't never said no. Oh, <laughs> 
show coming up. Marlins in Chicago to play the Cubs at 220. Mad Dog follows the ball game. Yaldi, 7 to 10. And then Eddie K. 10 o'clock tonight. Bye-bye.